0: And welcome to episode 151 of the F Reality Podcast. Grab your snacks, sit back, and relax as we discuss this week's top VR news. We're going to be talking about Catwalk C's super successful Kickstarter campaign. We have the best picks from the Oculus summer sale, VR Chat's awesome avatar update, and Agent 47 is coming to virtual reality in Hitman VR. Also, Rowdy's going to give us a science lesson on the magic of Google's six degrees of freedom video tech, which is going to be super interesting. It's going to be at the end of the show, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And then finally, Zim has got some awesome VR releases to look forward to next week. But for now, let me introduce you to the team. Find out what's been the highlight of the week this week. And also let us know what you played in the chat so we can share some of your highlights too. First up to the plate, this guy loves snacks, more specifically the bug snacks. It's our VR fixer and Friesian friend. Yes, of course, Nathie. How you doing?
1: I like snacks. <laughs> the, the bug snacks, especially the ones, the bug snacks. They're <laughs> amazing. Have Have you Have you guys seen the new uh, trailer for Bug Snacks? I know it's not VR, but uh, I was hoping for it to be VR. Actually,
0: yeah, I was watching I mean, it with you. I felt the excitement. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah no, I, Pro- it's kind of Animal Crossing and Pokemon Snap and a whole bunch of things kind of mixed together.
1: Yeah, so I was screaming at the live stream <laughs> at Sony to. Get it some VR support, yeah. Um, and and I, for for one moment, I really believed it was going to happen, and I'm still gonna just keep you know uh, spamming everyone, you know the dev team, Sony, everyone. Like, listen, this is important. This is art that needs to be celebrated with some some virtual reality, you know. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, when I was watching it with Nathan, he didn't even care about Hitman VR. He was just like, bugs next, gameplay footage. It's in first person. VR support. Come on. Didn't happen. I, I, <laughs> no,
3: I'm still not 100 convinced that Nathy is like not serious about this. <laughs>
0: no, he's serious. A, he he he's serious. serious. Yeah, yeah, he I loves this serious.
1: game. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. He he I'm said to me he's it. gonna
0: buy a PlayStation Five. Not for anything else, but just for bugs next.
1: That's right. <laughs> it's true, right? It's true. I did say that. Yeah. You just exposed me. I did. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it for the play. You know, PlayStation VR2 is gonna land on the shelf, and I'm just gonna play bugs with my with my he, new uh, you know gamepad.
0: And, and and maybe I'm jumping the gun here a little bit and exposing you even more, but he's actually gonna change his
1: channel to uh, bugs next channel. <laughs> 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 no, that's gonna be my second channel. So I'm gonna oh, um, upload less on my first, and yep. you're gonna see more bucks next. So bucks next vlogs, you know. I'm gonna travel around the world to find snacks and make, you know, yep. bucks out of them. Yeah. Um. But um, something uh, on, on a serious note. Um. <laughs> if if I'm able to do that, sure, go um, ahead. because usually I'm. You know, you make me look like the guy who uh, who's never serious. <laughs> but uh, no. Okay. So. You know, uh, besides Hitman, uh, you know, coming to VR, we're soon going to talk about that. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we have done this before, and it always gets us triggered. Um, but um, is there, is there any game that came out this year that you would like to have VR support for? Could be just an experience based on that, or like, yeah, full support. Uh, for me, personally, it would be Cyberpunk. I think that would be mm. neat, because uh, open world, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Just dreaming a little bit, but... Uh... So I've got one, actually, unless uh, someone else wants to go first.
2: I'm, I'm going to guess we're probably... Anyway, you go first, Mike.
0: Okay. So uh, I haven't played it yet, but I, I bought a new game today uh, for the Nintendo Switch. It's also available on Steam and Windows MR, uh, Windows uh, platform, and it's called oh, Carrion. I don't know if you've heard of this one. It's um of course, yeah. it's kind of like a 2D pixelated game, but you play as the monster, which is like kind of like the unique twist. So you, you're in a little yeah. lab, you're grown there, you escape from this kind of biohazard lab, and then you basically eat all the scientists and all the army that are trying to contain you. So basically, you play the bad <laughs> guy, you play the that. monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I
2: recommended it here. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I recommended uh, Carrion. No, no one listens. No one listens. Sorry. That's no, fine. Sorry. It's an amazing game. Wow. And if you ever want to be the bad guy, but Mike, please, he said. Games that should be in VR. How would Carrion, a two D game be in VR?
0: So not necessarily that, but I like the idea of being a really bad character, like really evil, like a monster. Like, and the, like and like then Mike you are is just a bad stealing
3: character. our IDs here. First of all, he said Carrion, which was Zim's D- and now he's saying prototype in VR.
0: How many times have I said that already? Okay, yeah, well, maybe be like prototype. I mean, you know, maybe I was thinking like Alien Isolation. You know, being like the xenomorph and like eating okay. people. That would be an epic VR game. But yeah, Goblin.
2: Like Natural can, Selection or something like that in VR yeah. would be very good, if anyone remembers yeah, that. But, it needs, don't but the, rule, the
1: rule here is it needs to be a game from this year. Yeah. Because we have had this conversation many times about games from, like, uh, for you guys maybe 50 years ago. <laughs> yes, you're <We're> so old. <laughs>
3: 84 years. I was about to say now, since Mike stole mine, uh, The Witcher. I wanted to get that one, but has also not come out this oh, year. No. Oh, did they make a...
2: No, no, not they yet. made a
0: special edition. I'm sure they did this the, year. The, the Netflix series came out this year.
2: Okay. You have the dude in the bathtub? I'm Henry sure they have that Simulator on Steam man. 2020. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. The fucking dude in the bathtub, that's got to be on Steam. You, was, do you know what? There's literally a ratio of one to three adult games hitting Steam VR in the releases every week. <laughs> yeah. One to three. I'm not joking. If I I could do a whole podcast just on that stuff. Yeah, but not of it launch good.
1: stuff, you know. That that's that's like there's always a market oh. for that every week. Uh it makes me sick. I was expecting Mike to pick like fall guys. But that's uh, what I was
2: going to say. Like fall guys is so in obvious. first person, they first they like, push people away. I have not been playing a first a lot person, of fall guys. Like,
0: I have been playing a lot of fall guys.
2: But like fall guys could work perfectly in VR. I, I was just um and when Nathan, when you started opening before you said it had to be released in 2020. Uh, I was playing loads of Blaze Rush uh, this weekend with friends and stuff. Mm. But it's really sad. Uh, Something I didn't know was Oculus kind of picked up the rights or did a deal with the team. So the VR game that I bought on Steam got the VR support stripped out. The Russian company uh, took it out of that. It's only available now in Oculus Home, Mm. and it's not cross-platform. So if you bought Blaze Rush before and you want to play it with friends, you're restricted to the 2D mode. Of that flat That gaming. What? When, yeah, it when totally did, when, sucks. When, when, when did that happen? This is a couple years ago. I only just found out about it. I was like, Wait, so we, we...
1: Like on this podcast, oh yeah, Blazor, still a great game. Go buy it on Steam. People like, hey, let's buy, let's play it in VR. And then they figure out it's not even... But how yeah. would that work? So if I, let's say, buy a game and there is VR support on and they take it away, could I refund?
2: Because I mean, I paid for... I don't know how that would work. I think, I think you would just... Yeah, I mean, I've had games... You know the usual, like, two hours and all that, right? But I've had games that I had 20 hours in or whatever, and there was something like that that the developer did. And I, I pushed back and I said, I want this refunded because it's no longer the same game. Rust, I think, was an example. They totally changed the game. Um, mm. And and they'll refund you. You know, if you're reasonable with them, they'll refund you. It's it, Those are just boundary mm. conditions. Yeah. So okay. any other suggestions of like Fall games Geys. you'd like to see? You're Fall Guys. Okay, Fall well, Guys. Fall Guys for me, because I think it's the, like, it's just one of those games that you love AstroBot. Fall Guys is kind of Astro Bot and it's, uh, oh. and it's kind of the way it looks. Like, it so could you look wanna, amazing. You would like to play it in third person or first person? Third person. No, I like I like the game as it is. I mean, first person, God, first person, like Takeshi's Castle in Claymation VR. <laughs> yeah. Might be a bit much. Uh, I think third person is it, especially in those team games. But you'd be able to like, the, the point I made about Blaze Rush is you can survey the landscape mm. and you could actually do better and have that slight advantage. Mm. Again, promoting VR a little bit. So I'd love it if they did VR support in their pipeline a year from now. Also, in Fall Guys,
0: if you get enough crowns, I think it's 10, you you can unlock the full Half Life Alex skin for your Fall Guy for your little bean.
1: Oh, so that's <laughs> why you've been playing it so
0: much. Exactly,
1: yeah. yeah. Only two crowns I, in though.
2: RIP. I was going to ask you how many crowns because he won one when we were in the, the technical <laughs> yeah, beta. So I lucky. haven't got one yet. so of
1: all the awesome awesome and soon in the release we're gonna find out of all those awesome releases mike you decide to play fall guys instead i'm at this like i I feel like everyone is getting exposed today like i'm I'm, i want to play bug snacks instead of hitman in vr and (laughs) you're just playing fall guys and ignoring all those all those beautiful titles although i did play
0: a vr game this week did you play a vr game this week instead of
1: asking us all a question <laughs> did I play? Yeah, I did. I played. Yeah, no, I did. Actually, I did. I did, did play, uh... play a VR game. Yeah, a VR uh, game. What's VR?
3: What, what?
1: What the heck is VR? You're no, a podcast. Uh, no, I played VR chat, so I think we're uh, we're oh, okay. setting a straight line here. So okay, um, yeah, go ahead. Go so, so ahead. So Rowdy, do you have one? Do you have yeah. one? What VR was chat? this
3: game now? No, I want to know what was the game you played. My
1: VR game? chat. Yeah. VR oh, chat. VR yeah. yeah. chat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
3: played a VR game this week. Uh, okay. I played uh, the only VR game that I've played. Probably in the past two weeks now uh, onward, yeah. I've been uh, playing that even more. Uh, I've had a lot of fun. I've played it with Viper and and, and Chris uh, a couple of sessions, but also the just the uh, um, like the single player experience is also still quite solid. Since I, I tried that out this week, uh, playing against some AI bots, which like still like you know the the difficulty range on that is uh, still quite awesome. So uh, oh. um, I enjoyed playing that as well. Um, wow. I did also because I got the pro tube um uh, I spend a lot of time far too much time on like just getting like the angles just right for like one particular gun that I like mm-hmm. um but it really like gives you like the added experience and added immersion of like getting like uh you know like you feel like you're you're handling a gun uh it d- doesn't improve my shooting whatsoever that's completely my fault <laughs> since I just pretty much suck at that uh but um. Yeah, I, I think the, I think the game is just—it uh, feels so solid, and it's so much yeah. fun to play it.
0: Uh, and I take yeah. it you've been playing the the native Quest version, not like the PC version through Link. No, the native
3: Quest version, because yeah. I still don't have a have a PC set up. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I get like a solid—I think two hours of gameplay on my Oculus Quest, which yeah. I yeah. think is still uh, is still quite decent uh, before I need to charge it. Uh, and that's about like the longest that I could st- I could stay in a VR game anyway. Um, I think. Sorry yeah. enough. And, and,
2: and that, that game is so good. That game, I I have to say, I know I wasn't here last week to talk about it, but I listened giddily on Wednesday to the podcast back and heard you guys <laughs> talk about Onward, and I was kind of like hopping up and down because, honestly, and Michael, don't how much this means to me. I think it's better than Firewall. I think Onward on Quest ooh, is better than Firewall. I think it's just taken top notch okay, FPS for me, which is a big deal. Big yeah, deal. It is a big deal. Um, I wanna I wanna ask Rowdy a very a very simple and direct question, man to man. Have you proned full body yet?
3: Um no pr- no no Again, I haven't so done. Do it, <laughs> do it.
2: Trust me. I have. Lay done down that with a sniper or something. It feels fucking fantastic. And Mike, you look like uh, I mean, your get-up, the, the crate of gargantuan stuff that they sent you was amazing. You looked like a complete tit, which was amazing as well. I, I thought it was very as well. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. What I,
3: what I really great. liked about the game now is that you, you, you guys all know that I love to play games uh, as Pavlov and contractors, mainly because they're very fast-paced. You know, if you die, you just respawn, that kind of stuff. But they've actually introduced some modes in, in Onward now as well that are far less uh, punishing Compared to what like the original game was, if you died, then you know you just had to wait up until like the round was over so oh, yeah. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think that is a really great addition that you have because i i mean i'm mainly fooled around with uh, with uh, just other players trying to like you know get some some kills or trying to like do something silly uh, rather than actually playing the objective, although I really like the strategic objectives and like the strategic gameplay that you can get while playing that Mm. Uh, because you feel like a total badass when playing it especially with all the mods on the weapons and the and the all the gadgets and awesome so
1: so can can someone clear up because i heard these stories about your quest getting completely wrecked by this game as far as i know that's that's not correct uh you mean bricked
2: bricked quests from uh, from this game
1: yeah is that true or not well it hasn't happened to me I haven't yeah. experienced
0: anything like that either. And I recorded I the game also, for I like also never, three, four
3: hours. Yeah, I also never, I mean, I haven't recorded while playing. And I also don't play uh, with the quest charging. So oh, okay. I don't so, do that either. One other okay. thing one
2: other thing I wanted to add, because before we forget it, there is a problem that I've experienced with the game. Uh, and I think it's just a bug, but I've seen it in like Arizona Sunshine as well. Do you guys ever have it in the quest where you've got the fixed foveated rendering uh, oh, yeah. rectangles? Yeah. Pop. Uh, and they get stuck, uh, I, I used to always reboot my quest, but someone who I was playing with another quest player on launch day said, no, 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 just hit the power on the right side, wait a second, hit it again, and it clears it. I never knew that trick. That's an amazing trick. So pro tip, if you're using yeah. your quest and you get the fixed foveated rendering, which looks like a block of Tetris blocks in front of you, yeah. and it ruins your game, it's, you it's can't like, keep playing. It's like How about was that a repower cycle? You don't have to do that. Just Okay. There, are, are, there are like still
3: quite a few uh, bugs in the game though, like uh, mostly they're yeah. hilarious. One time we had like uh, a player who was dressed completely in Volk gear, but he had like the head of like, uh, was a Marsoc? and he was actually on the opposite team so he was just going around with the other team and then when he was close enough what he would heck? stab them all to death what because he was weird. dressed as like, the, as like the actual team but he wasn't part of wow, that. Well, that's
2: a bad bug um, that is a bad yeah. bug okay, and, he, so. and he,
3: we also had one time that uh, I think it was both Viper and Chris they spawned without any textures so it looked like, like they just had like a white t-shirt on uh, wow. and just came out of office and put like their, their what is it called their their bulletproof uh, vest over it yeah. and just just went to war. It looked hilarious. Uh, oh, most
0: of those books, I've, I've I've laughed a lot at. I haven't had anything that really you know, destroyed my experience or something like that. I have noticed that we've jumped the gun a little bit, because I haven't even introduced you, Rowdy, and we were talking about what your, oh. your highlight of the week is. And, 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 <laughs> who is and, this man? That was re- Rowdy, by the way. Yeah, it was. I'm going to read it out, though, because I spent ages thinking of this, so <laughs> oh, you're going to wow. have it anyway. So you ready for this? Even though you now you know who go. this person is. So next up, this guy's always keeping it squanchy. Quite possibly the most <laughs> squanchiest person that I know. <laughs> The one and only Rowdy VR. There you go. So you got your literal introduction and we Very found nice, out what your highlight so was. Onward. I guess on that was quest. a
3: reference to my t-shirt, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like in the show, uh, Rick and Morty, there's that like little squanchy character and he's always yeah, going
3: on about like having the squanchiest squanching. time. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like a verb that means everything, right?
3: Exactly. You can, yeah. you can squanch a everything.
2: A verb that means everything. I was going to say two more things about Onward. Sure. Um, the night vision effect is awesome. Uh, I know you guys talked about the kind of cone, which... The suppression effect? Yeah. The, the suppression effect isn't as great, right? But it's kind of similar with the old Night Vision. But, like, the fact that it takes a second and a half to put on or mm. take off, I like that. And then and then um, the other thing that I found really interesting, anyone who's played, in the early days, Battlefield 3, there, there used to be a flashlight attachment you could put on the guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was totally broken, like bright daylight outside yeah. someone points a flashlight at you yeah. you are like flashbang blinded and you couldn't see and they've yeah. got that same flashlight attachment mod in the quest build of Onward and mm-hmm. actually oh. I really enjoy it because it adds that like tactical add on now that you can do that tactile it's amazing so um, those things really grip me and the way the nighttime looks mm-hmm. night vision on or off mm-hmm. is, is really compelling isn't, and the team play is just nice
1: isn't that suppression effect just based on being drunk in real life
2: being drunk, yeah, not too far off of it. Yeah, like it's it annoying camera.
0: though. It's annoying, but like you say, like the night vision. Like I played with the night vision on the tanker level in the dark, and it felt like that map from Call of Duty, you know. And uh, me and Gamertag were on there clearing out the enemies, and then we were waiting for the evac to arrive. It was just so good, so good. So like, I haven't personally had any issues with the game, but you know, I appreciate some people are. Um, but it is in early access, which is unusual for a, a quest title. But you know, I'm sure these uh, bugs will get ironed out because uh, the devs. Out devs are super passionate and they want this to yeah. be a success so yeah yeah uh okay cool um so now next up fire up the jets get the shields online and prepare yourself as he's dominating in the arena just recently our very own space cowboy vr streamers in top Five.
2: Yeah, oh, now i'm gonna have to do well tomorrow <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we, uh, yeah we've got a uh space combat thing lined up uh so similar to our racing which we did last weekend we've got we're flying around in elite Elite Dangerous Arena, which for most people think, oh, I remember that. That was a ghost town. So we're going to be populating that. It's four v four online uh, PvP. I'm looking forward to that. Um, good. Yeah, I wasn't here last week. I was away getting drunk and playing almost twenty <laughs> games with friends. So that was really good. Um, but yeah, I think like my highlight of that would probably be was 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 eight player uh, Blaze Rush was the thing I was going to say. Nice. And kind of, you guys segued into it anyway. Onward, I wanted to talk about because oh my god, uh, on, on a launch, launch night when I was playing it, uh, I took it all the feckin' stuff out of my room, was laying on the floor, all this kind of stuff. But uh, the amount of bitching about the PC strip down, it was enormous. I was like, guys, come on, it's like day one. Like you got to give them a chance to a respond, which they did that same night. B do something about it. And if you've you know if you when you when you've heard it, and I think Lucas talked about it in the last podcast like the whole reason why the game pipeline had, it was like a decision, right? It was the same decision that the frequency response rate, like the frame rate for the game decision would be a fork as, as Guy Godin had mentioned about VR desktop a few streams ago. Like it just makes sense. And when you look at it from a game dev perspective, you can be a lot more understanding of the decisions that they took. And as I said, look, not much beats firewall. We've got Solaris coming later in the month. I really find, uh, for the price even though it's early access onward is an amazing fps if you would have given that to me in 2014 i probably would have wet my pants mm. or something uh, yeah. amazing like really really great um, and the only other thing i wanted to say just because i had done a heck ton of research for um uh, for our virtual barbecue that we'd done and and uh, if you don't believe me this is the list of games that we <laughs> played so it's like heck tons of games wow. um one thing i ran across for anyone who doesn't like their friends or family and wants to kill those relationships please uh, if you're a single-player game or a multiplayer, warzone.com. Now, this isn't VR, but I Warzone? wanted to mention it. Yeah. Com? Warzone.com? This isn't anything to do with Call of Duty, oh, if you know okay. the, okay, the okay, Call yeah, of Duty That's thing. what I was thinking. Yeah. This is a Risk clone that has a, a stunning like single-player campaign. You can play it in a web browser. You can play it on a, on a mobile, so it's very versatile. You can play it on the toilet. It's easy. And if you set up matches, they're like turn-based, or you can do real-time. Uh, but like turn-based gameplay against your friends it's really good. Like, I got my wife in on this, friends, their girlfriends, boyfriends, and stuff. You can have matches, like, we're doing the Game of Thrones map um, and fighting against each other. Like, this kind of stuff is just, like, really... um, It gets India, Mm. and and you're doing it, like, day after day, and they're long-term battles, um, but winning or losing in that, I've never won one. Uh, It feels just fantastic. It's like that really tense thing, especially when you're able to just knife someone in the back, you know, like, slip around... In the backwaters and come in the, the back of the country and just steal a bunch of territory. Anyone who's played, you know, Risk or games like that, pen and paper or whatever, electronic versions on the Switch are actually quite good. Um, Warzone for free. It's amazing. Yeah. So I thought I'd mention that. Can't get it better than free.
0: Nice. Good recommendation. Go. <laughs> um, so let's see what the chat have been up to before I jump into what uh, my highlight of the week is uh, this week. What have they been up to?
1: Yes. So we have Daniel Daniel uh, who played The Climb. Uh, we have Wato UK who played a lot of stuff. He played a set of Corsa Elite Dangerous F1 2019 and Far Packs, uh, oh. and he also started uh, playing Horizon Zero Dawn. That is now on Steam. It is a little bit buggy at the moment, so you have been warned. Then we have <laughs> Waffle who played. Uh, that's another VR game, by the way. Horizon. Just saying. Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. not so just just be be uh you know aware of that um waffle played tower attack um then we have uh, mr dub who played westworld on index old but uh Mm. oldie but goodie also red matter on the quest um yeah westworld Mm. is the hidden gem they actually won a prize recently uh I don't know uh, what went wrong with the marketing there they just started launching it out of nowhere and no one seemed to know i think it launched around this time i think it was in a, yeah it was like right after gamescom so strange so timing because the show yeah, wasn't
0: very... even on at the time no or it, the, the the season had finished anyway there was a break yeah, yeah.
1: well they just wanted to launch it so uh, yeah look it up it's it's still a really you know decent game and then uh, uh last but not least we have mr lemon lime Uh, who played a lot of blood and truth on the playstation vr you know what i like about blood and truth you can like uh uh, swoop 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 your guns on your fingers yes Yes. it's it's super satisfying (laughs) um and he says probably one of the best exclusives ever um well until the one we're gonna talk about soon
0: Mm. we've also got like a real mvp in the chat mr fonzie who's playing real fishing uh vr together edition right now whilst watching the f reality podcast Okay. On the in-game YouTube player. <laughs> so That's watching, awesome. Watching us on the show whilst fishing with your friends. like God, That shh, sounds, otherwise that sounds epic. Oh, yeah. I don't want to get the fish. Sorry, don't dude.
2: rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, Mike. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, but my highlight of the week this week is the uh, first steps demo of Eye of the Temple, uh, which I played on the Valve Index. Now, yeah. uh, this game has been in development for a long, long time. I think it's been around four years now. Uh, and I originally played it a while ago, but it's been constantly improved and updated over the years. And they've recently pushed out this demo. So I thought it was about time I checked it out again. It's mainly a a solo dev project led by a guy called Arun uh, Johansson. So if you want to follow him on Twitter, go ahead. Um, But it's basically like Indiana Jones in VR. That's essentially what it is. You get to wear a fedora, which is pretty badass. You get your own whip and you get a wooden torch. Um, And the really, really interesting thing about this game is that it doesn't have any artificial locomotion options at all. So it, it's completely uh, a room scale game. You have oh, to have a, like a, a two by two meter play space to be able to play it.
1: That's so rare. It's so rare to be playing games that use room scale. It's all standing nowadays with some teleportation or walking logo with thumbstick.
0: Exactly, exactly. And the beauty of, um, you know, having a room scale game where you ha- actually have to physically walk around is that it feels so much more immersive, right? You know, when you're just naturally walking, and we'll come on to this a little bit later on when we talk about treadmills, but, you know, walking around is is really magical, and especially when you get that sense of height, you know, the verticality, and then having to crouch to uh, avoid traps that you might have set off or stuff like that. You know, it really is an immersive experience. Um, It's all like Aztec-based as well, so it's got that kind of like Indiana Jones, Tomb Raider vibes to it. Um, And the demo actually has quite a lot of content in it to give you a nice flavor of what the full game has to offer um you know you'll also be uh, collecting some gems solving some puzzles and you know using your whip <laughs> to break uh, like <laughs> vases that have got gems in them and also some that, enemies as well
2: that whip is so nice that whip is such a such a nice like leather physics feel to it it's weird I don't know if you
0: you've tried this, Zim, but if you if you if you get close if you're too far away from a lever, you can use your whip to whip around the lever and then pull it. That's just I've, such a satisfying I've mechanic. Seen it,
2: yeah, my buddy Buck was doing MR stuff with that. He's actually yeah. in their little trailer. But um, I watched him play it, and I was just like, "Damn!" Some of that is like super satisfying. But yeah. it, it reminded me of these like age old like Nickelodeon programs, like where they had people competing, and it was really just them looking into a monitor, and it was kind of like a i don't know if you call it mixed reality it's one of those like sideways cams that the weather girls use to like you know oh, s- yeah. say the weather whatever yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think
0: if yeah. you've got like an epic green screen setup, like i saw rage Sack was uh, streaming it last night i think and because he's got this huge green screen screen area it looked amazing um but i tried it out with a live avatar system and that actually worked out really well because you don't have to worry about green screens then so much you just got your own avatar uh copying your body movements um, but if you're interested in checking this out which I, I recommend you do, um, go and join uh, the Eye of the Temple Discord server and then they give you free access to the demo via a Steam key because uh, mm-hmm. the demo isn't public on Steam just yet so you have to go through the Discord to get access to it, um, but go check it out it's, it's a really fun game, just make sure you've got a 2 by 2 meter play space
1: This this is what we need on Quest, I want more room scale VR stuff on Quest too yeah. right? uh, um, This is very unique I did um, ask about a
0: Quest port because uh, I've been speaking to the dev, um, but because it's a solo Dev project, it's like a lot of work he's obviously optimized it for PC it'll be coming on Steam later this year um, and he said, you know, although a quest port is unlikely, um, you never know, it might happen sometime in the, in the future
2: so. It is an early alpha non-public demo you can go and get access to on uh-huh. Steam
0: um the, the the demo is like a, a demo of the final release so it's fairly polished actually um more okay. uh, like the final game uh, will actually look like and uh, you know hopefully this game comes out within the next couple of months because it's been been a while in the oven
2: so I'm kind of curious about that so is that a strategy you've seen other uh, devs use like a non public demo because why would you have a polished non-public demo yeah
0: they've got a store page for the demo um so i guess they're going to open it up later to the public but they're just like letting people try it out and give feedback for now even though it is kind of more of a final build and there's been plenty of people playing the game and giving feedback over the years anyway but um, exactly yeah
2: yeah. it's interesting is it a fish hook is it like to tempt people to pre-purchase the game um, yeah, you basically
0: you get to areas in in the uh, the demo that are locked off, and it's, it's got a little plaque saying this will be available in the full game. So you kind of get mm-hmm. a good taste of what's uh, what's to come there. But um, yeah, very, it's very the cool mic. indeed. It's, it's a big,
1: it's a mix of like a little bit of I think playtesting and also a little bit of marketing. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. Especially if like content creators are going to play it, you know, like RageSack, you know, showing yeah. it off in, in mixed reality. It looks super super sweet in MR. So uh, yeah, that is uh, Eye of the Temple. So go check that one out. Um, So let's jump into some news then. Uh, And the first bit of news this week is about Catwalk C, uh, the omnidirectional treadmill, as they had a a really successful Kickstarter campaign, which came to a close just over a week ago. Um, They were able to secure 1.6 million US dollars in funding with 1,397 backers, which is pretty incredible. And I'm actually pretty surprised. Are you you guys sort of surprised by the amount of money that got funded yes. with this campaign.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought it would be that popular, to be honest.
0: Especially in this climate, like it's a, it's a difficult time to be pushing like a, a VR peripheral that's, you know, almost a thousand bucks at the, the high end. Um, but maybe I think it's you know like.
2: Though. I think that's the reason. I think that's the reason people would go for it because if you think about it, you're trapped indoors. You're like, God, where am I gonna? You know, people who have discretionary income are like, yeah. this is just a thing I can put in the side of my mansion here. You know, there's there's plenty of people who were kind of well off and could do this. And Still at the moment, wonder, they don't like have many... money to put into a Lambo. You know,
3: I wonder how many of these people are like actual like consumers or more like you know businesses like arcades or like maybe even oh, no, um, they... military operations or no. you know yeah.
1: No, like because you could also buy like batches of like 10 or 20 of those at the same That's time. Right. Yeah, and there good. were arcades who have bought some. Also, of course, he has and military. Um, so yeah. yeah. It's like I think I think there's a a really big number of actual like corporate, uh, you know mm. uh, things that, that, makes that sense. have bought this um, because yeah. uh, it's uh, for a consumer this is like uh, it's not just the the thing itself isn't crazy expensive. But the shipping is so uh, it, uh. it does count up in the end. You know the shipping is uh, at least that's what I've seen uh, is is pretty uh, pretty crazy.
0: Interesting uh, because it started as a early bird sort of deal of of six ninety nine. That's numbers nine. are yeah, but that's yeah. why the
1: numbers are so low because you need to make up for the shipping.
0: Yeah, and then and then they like teared it up with limited supplies uh, yeah. up until like uh, the final price, which was nine hundred ninety nine U S dollars. Although yeah. they say that the the final retail price will be much higher. Um, but for that money, you got the, the Catwalk C treadmill itself. You got a pair of uh, custom friction shoes to use on it because you can't just use any old shoes or your socks. You have to use like some special yeah. shoes, right? Uh, and you get a pair of sensors as well. Uh, but you actually got to try this, right, Nathy, when you visited the uh, the office of Catwalk in China. Um, yeah. What were your sort of like general overview sort of thoughts on this device?
1: Uh, so, So I made a video about it. So if you really want to know everything, I would mm-hmm. recommend you watching that. Um I like yeah, it's like it's been a while, so I'm, I'm trying to think of what I uh, what I said exactly. It's it's like I I just like it's it's not uh, simulating natural walking. Yes, it simulates something that is not looking like natural walking. It's like learning to walk in a total different way than yep. you usually do that that's that's what I would say. and uh, in some games this treadmill works pretty well. But in other games it doesn't, because since the treadmill doesn't uh, simulate height differences, when you go up a like a staircase, it feels like you're walking straight through it. So it could cause some motion sickness in in that sense. Yeah. But when when it's like flat and you're totally into the action, it it can be really good. But it has like a pretty like for me at least at like a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah. Um, but it's it's th- like we're definitely not there. I think what what Infinite Deck is doing. Is, is is interesting, um, but um, this this is affordable stuff for everyone, and that's why treadmills look like this. If you want to get something th- next, the
3: thing is, of course, um, like ideally, games are made with this thing in mind, so they can you know make sure that yeah, it's also- very compatible. But for a lot of other games that are not specifically compatible. They only have like a certain range of walking or running speeds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, you you have a certain walking speed, you have a certain running speed, True. but of course that will not naturally translate one to one to the speed that you will have when you're running on this treadmill.
1: No, like um, when I played, like I played Vertigo, and I also played uh, Half Life. Half Life Alex has like one running speed pretty much. Mm. Uh, well, Vertigo is like you know it it, it just goes up in in speed. Um, so you you do notice when when a game has more let's say different gears it's working better than when you just have one speed Um, yeah but besides that i mean you can do everything you want you know you can crouch you can jump you can (laughs) do whatever you want um it's just as i said you know you just need to be you need to realize that when you buy this that this is still very experimental that you're Mm. uh, an early adopter just like when people bought a dk1 or a dk2 um so it's still a lot of you know learning troubleshooting um yeah i get that yeah and 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 as i said it it looks very cheap but uh the 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 shipping costs are kicking in too interesting
0: yeah uh well due to the success of the campaign they all they also hit all their stretch goals and they had a ton of them it's crazy Um, jesus so on top of the treadmill you also get like uh, storage hooks for your headset uh, a a headset cable pulley system overhead pulley system Uh, A dedicated game. That's going to be interesting how they pull that one off. Oh,
2: that's interesting. Dedicated game. So they're going to design a game just for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be like some sort of experience, I guess. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what it is. Um, Keyboard and gamepad modes to play non-VR games. And also a haptic module that uh, fits into the base of the platform to give you some haptic feedback underneath the feet.
1: I mean, like they're tr- Like the thing is, the uh, the quality of the stuff is is as far as I'm really good of what I tried. Um, but it's it's um, the thing is is that this is like the the whole marketing around it is is as you said, like you get a lot of free stuff. But you, I feel like with this the treadmills in VR. It's like you really need to go full steam with your marketing to... Because there are enough people that are like, mm, I don't know about this yet. And as I said, it's still very experimental. So yeah. you kind of need to, you know, get people like really excited. But I feel like the aesthetic of a VR treadmill, if it works or not, it looks gets cool. people buying it. Yeah. Like there's so many people yeah. who just bought it because they think Ready Player One, they think Sword Art Online, whatever they think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't even tried the thing yet. I would just really recommend watch some videos or try one somewhere like a different brand i mean there are still people who own them and then decide to buy this because this is a lot of money
0: yeah um, absolutely yeah uh, and if you did back it you know they're, they're going to be shipping out apparently this october although it would be interesting to see if they can actually we'll hit see. that goal because um, yeah. kickstarter campaigns they tend to get pushed back a lot um but like <laughs> you nathan you know i'm super skeptical about treadmills uh, in general like you said i don't think it feels natural to walk on one um and makes the process of getting into vr way more cumbersome than it already is you know it's already got a lot of friction involved so adding this to it as well is going to make it even worse um but for people you know, want
3: to know more about that uh, we did a science episode not too long about that's that that's true uh, you can that's find true. it on the channel as well it's actually one of the most yeah. popular
0: videos on the channel so definitely go check it out rowdy did a really uh, good talk <laughs> yeah. about it
2: yeah. um the biggest disadvantage for these treadmill systems to me is amazon prime delivery you order a package it comes to your door and oh shit i'm strapped into this fucking thing i've got to quickly get myself out of and hopefully not trip and
1: die that's true that's true yeah you're going to yes. be uh but uh, like talking about cat vr i also tried cat logo and that's like that you have like trackers on your feet mm. i think there are some other companies who do the same um and and it like when you then move on the spot you can walk it's a bit what Nim sony made but then without the trackers um, and I thought that was way more amazing than interesting. the treadmill, where it's just pretty simple. Yeah, but it's just like you just move on the spot. You're like jogging in a way. Yeah, and you can just when you jump, also the game reacts to that. So then you also jump in the. It's like it's it's just very simple and not that expensive. I thought what they made there, I was way more excited about that. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, um, I haven't seen many people talk about the Cat Loco system. Um that's kind of cool.
1: I think Walko VR did the same. It, it's right. all like I think you can even um create something like that with some 5 bucks. I yeah. mean it's pretty standard stuff.
2: You are yeah. talking about Cat Loco, right? Which is well, I've seen demo yeah. demonstrate with a couple of different like big titles. I think they did yeah. it. Alex and a few yeah. others. But uh, as works. I
1: said, it's not like they created something extremely unique. You have Catlopf, you have Walko VR, and you can do it with the Vive packs. Uh yeah. yeah, you could create something yourself. What do. was
2: that one? We we had a, we had a video running. Uh, God, it was nearly a year ago now. Mike, you might remember this. Um, there were like floor tiles, um, oh, but it was a locomotion yeah. system. Do you guys remember that? That, that, that moved
1: the, the stairs, the
2: stair you, thing. No, 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 not 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 the moving stair one. Uh, I'm talking about like a, it's like a tracking system that you had out, but each tile had some communication or something with what you were wearing. Uh, it, was, it was bizarre, but it was like the only one of its kind that I can remember. It was a locomotion I thought, system. I, I thought and like could, these little
1: yeah. like driving tiles
2: that would just move in front of you and then create a path. Yeah,
0: it wasn't that. I, I vaguely remember what Zim is talking about, but I can't yeah. remember the name.
2: It had like yeah. neon lighting almost. Mm. like a <laughs> It was like white tiles, but with like neon lighting. If anyone in chat remembers, please post it let us know but
0: yeah so that, yeah although you know okay. despite our thoughts on it you know i think it's a super successful campaign for catwalk and you know yeah. they've done well out of it so good good luck to them and uh, yeah i hope to try one just yeah. to see what you
1: know if they can convince yeah. me otherwise it's but right now it's yeah. getting cheaper for sure. I mean, this is the cheapest we have seen so far. Um, yeah. well, well, I see. mean,
3: I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that because I know that the third Twix was very cheap as well, but it didn't really deliver on the on the promise uh, that was yeah, well, there. Based, so... based on that, they
1: are going to deliver a promise. It's the cheapest one right
0: now. I think, I think really, you know, just using a quest outside or, you know, in the right lighting conditions or in a big open space is way more immersive mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. than a treadmill. You know, like well, I, using I, I, the room scale thing, like I was talking about, it, Eye of the Temple, was yeah, way even, more immersive than a treadmill, I think, in my yeah, opinion. True, yeah. but
1: but also just standing on the spot using a thumbstick to walk around but does, for me it's not really for me
3: it's not a really a preference for it to be like cheaper uh, since I, I think the technology that they're offering is like again like a little step in the right direction and i think that is a, a very good thing just in general because you want the technology to push on further and further up until we get to a point that we have something that everybody kind of wants. And then we can look at like driving yeah.
1: the price down. Mm-hmm. That's what they call early adopting. So yeah, if you yeah. want to support the the cause, then
2: uh, this is your moment. Like yeah. you just gave me a great idea and I'm just going to mention it in case anyone else didn't have that idea yet. Uh Quest with virtual desktop via Steam VR, via the temple demo. Yes. You'd be able yes. to do that. If you have like a big garage or something, you can go down there yeah. and just totally take advantage of that space so there you go yeah absolutely because you know with the
0: index when i was playing i did get tangled up with the wires so yeah playing with the uh the quest with uh virtual
1: desktop would be epic yeah yeah go try I, it out mike dangled up in a corner and his cables. exactly help, help yeah. me
2: please <laughs> it's so cold in here The this <laughs> AC is far too high doggy help me doggy this is this mike's voice is this how you impersonate it, mike
1: yeah wow. apparently that's so. how it, that's how he screams in vr at least <laughs> that's true actually
0: a
3: little
1: girl
0: so, that Mighty is uh, the Catwalk Z omnidirectional treadmill. So, next up, we got some uh, news uh, from Oculus because they've got uh, the summer sale running right now. So, if you want to pick up some games on the cheap on both the Oculus Quest and Oculus Rift, you can, although you've got to be quick because the sale ends tomorrow. Ooh, so, wow. um, well, we'll that was with. a quick
1: sale. Well, they've they been running grim? it
0: for a week. They've been running it for a week. <laughs> maybe we should have talked about it last week. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> um so starting with the quest, they've got 22 games on sale. And they've also been running uh, daily duo packs, so they've been bundling two games together. Um, we,
1: oh god. No, yeah. this again. Every well, time these bubbles are a... super strange, I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> they change <laughs> them every ahead. day though.
0: They change oh. them every day over the course of the sale. And today's uh, packs uh, are Red Matter and Space Pirate Trainer together. Okay, okay, fair P- enough. P- That's pretty a legit. One. Yeah, yeah, 26.99 in US dollars, 19.99 in British pounds. Then you've got bit xr which was previously known box as box VR. vr i don't know why they changed the name maybe you can tell me why because uh, XR is super I mean the,
1: hot right now the, in
2: terms of a name super hot <laughs> you did that last episode all right uh, <laughs> uh box vr there was black box vr that was competing and there was actually a third vr product as well so it might just be that they wanted to step away from the clash or they ran into legal issues i don't know the exact reason could ask Interesting. them. Yeah. Really we'll Interesting. Yeah, yeah, we should th- ask them. We'll find out. Yeah, we should
0: ask So they've—it was B- Box VR, but it's now it's called Fit XR and a late 11 table tennis bundled together for 32.99 in US dollars. Does this 25. bundle have a name?
1: Pardon? Does this bundle have a name too?
0: Oh no, they don't have names for these bundles. Oh okay, so no. you just
1: need to. Okay. Yeah. Look at the pictures. They're
2: not creative yeah. enough. They're not as creative as Mike. They every, had. They had you know, bundle names last time. But <laughs> how would time. you call
1: this bundle, Mike? This one. Get ripped VR
0: bundle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so that's uh-huh. thirty-two ninety-nine in US dollars, twenty-five ninety-eight in British pounds. But the best individual games, in my opinion, that are in the sale are Moss, which has a thirty-four percent discount at nineteen ninety-nine in US dollars, fourteen ninety-nine in British pounds. I'm even repping my uh, Quill T-shirt, repping the Moss merch. There you go, yeah, you like he's
2: that. It's wa- waving at us. He's reaching yeah. around his microphone to Bring, show us. The carry, so I can I'm carry sure.
0: Quill with me everywhere I go in my pocket. She's the Small most adorable step. VR character of all time. Um, also, virtual desktop. You know, like we, we 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 talk about virtual desktop all the time. We had Guy Gardner on the show, legend guy. Um, but that's also available in the Quest sale, twenty percent off, fifteen ninety nine in US dollars, eleven ninety nine in British pounds. It's like a must buy. You should. You should everyone should have virtual desktop, especially if they have a PC around. Yeah. Well, buy. if you've got a
2: Quest and a PC, getting a, getting virtual desktop is a no brainer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then it's not uh, just for looking at a desktop, but that's the thing. Like you can place your Steam yeah. library on the quest in a yeah. room, no wires. That's incredible. So yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah. So yeah. epic deal there. Um the Rift platform, they've also um got loads on sale. They don't have any duo packs, but they've got individual games on sale. Uh some of the best that I picked out are the Climb, which is twenty-five percent off, uh twenty-two forty nine in US dollars, seventeen twenty-four in British pounds, mm-hmm. Arizona Sunshine, it's an oldie but classic, sixty percent off. Uh fifteen ninety nine in US dollars, eleven ninety nine in British pounds. And then finally Lies Beneath, which is twenty uh, percent off, twenty-three ninety nine in US dollars, eighteen thirty-nine in British pounds.
1: They, they they should have made a uh a goodbye rift S package with all of the games you could
3: <laughs> oh,
1: God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But no. uh, anyways and then,
3: imagine
1: imagine the outroar if that would happen. And then I, and then and then on social media say that it was just a prank. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. Just just, no, just do it in a blog post. Uh, like.
1: No, but like talking about Quest, the the best the best title you can get, and you don't need to pay anything for it, is Half Plus Half.
0: That's true. Half actually, Half that game Half. is totally underrated for a, a multiplayer VR
2: experience. That's yeah. nice. It's it's one of those ones that you can really hand over to anybody. I mean, yeah. I I saw the the you know in the sale some of the ones that I thought were quite good were things like um like Pistol Whip was in there um a few other games as well. I mean, <laughs> I, I think um. Synth Riders, we were uh, talking about them before. They're they're in there. Uh, You mentioned Arizona Sunshine, which is good. Robo Recall as well. Like, if you're looking for a good uh, comedy-rich shooter with great visuals and just runs very well, Mm -hmm. Robo Recall is another one as well. And most of these games are running for, like, 30% off, so... uh, Not a a bad uh, sale.
1: Do you also get a discount on, uh, let's say, The Tempest, for example, or something that is DLC-related?
0: No, no, no sales on that. Although someone in the chat did ask, is Seeking Dawn worth it at
1: 83% off? Oh god. Go on, Nathie, deliver the good news. No, (laughs) Rowdy, Rowdy, because Rowdy played it until Oblivion. He really played it until the edge of the world.
3: No, I think you're the one who finished it. I only played like, I I think I played that for like two hours. Yeah, I quit that one really quickly.
1: We're talking about the game where the burger was upside down.
0: Yeah, the, the space burger?
1: No. Yeah. No, the, yeah, don't, yeah, don't. the
0: space burger. You got cheese
3: underneath I, uh, the
0: underneath the meat.
3: I think I played like, that game up until you you got like to your base and then I kind of quit cuz I was like, yeah. Okay. This I remember yeah, one, you. What, I once they
2: introduced construction and the whole crafting system be like, "Oh yeah. I don't want to play this anymore." No, Maybe um,
0: <laughs> <Not laughs> can you remember when we got stuck? When I got stuck behind the vending machine? <laughs> That was hilarious. No, no, uh, no like
1: seriously, like, don't buy this game.
0: Yeah, don't I buy don't. that game. It's not no. very good. Well, I
3: mean, um, it,
1: it depends on the price. Though. No, Rowdy, don't get into this. please <laughs> I mean, it, I, I would, I would
0: still buy this if it was like okay. a couple Rowdy, of euros. Rowdy,
1: Rowdy, if you want to scam people, go ahead. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Instead, go and buy like some poutine and and treat yourself to a nice little snack. <laughs> <laughs> where,
1: where are we are going to get that then you can Or buy a help? burger, or buy a burger that is actually right, 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 right? But, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but
3: wait, wait, wait. The, the reason why we're so angry is because this game was awfully hyped up when it came came. No, but around. even afterwards,
1: it was, even afterwards it never got to the point where it should have been at. But yeah. I like I don't know. Uh, like the,
0: the trailer, the trailer like was just pure yeah. lies. <laughs> and the intro screen? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, don't get triggered about that, but yeah, ultimately don't just say no. So that is the Oculus sale, loads of games on sale, so uh, go <laughs> pick some <laughs> up. Uh, the sale ends tomorrow. Um yeah, so just be warned.
1: But but wait, wait. Oh no, the Steam summer sale already happened. What was it like a month ago? A month ago, man. Yeah, it's like, it's it's August. Now. It's still summer though, right? No. Almost, almost, kind of. So we can expect the winter still soon. Then winter sale uh, tomorrow. Winter is coming. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. So um, this is a free game I'm going to be talking about next. So you don't have to spend any money, and that is because I'm going to be talking about VR Chat. Uh, nice. Because Please. yeah, free. Uh, they've just pushed <laughs> a brand new update, including avatars 3.0 which they state will bring an explosion of creativity and expression to everyone in the VRChat community. Now, the team at VRChat, they found that the community were getting so creative that they were being restricted by the systems that are in place, uh, which meant that people were using workarounds and hacks, which wasn't ideal for the game or the ecosystem. Uh, Because you had all these super amazing avatars that could do special things that sort of broke the limitations of the systems. But they've addressed that and said, well, okay, uh, let's update the systems. And now they've added Avatars 3.0. And now you have full creative control over your avatar. So, you know, if you don't like how your avatar uh, crawls along the floor when you're crawling along the ground, you can change that. If uh, you don't want them to have a falling animation, you can remove it. You can float instead of walk. If you have full body tracking, you can mime walking instead of having it animated. Uh And you can change all of that yourself um uh there's also interesting this is really cool as well and this is the first time i've seen this implemented in a game but there is a way for the system to detect if the headset is taken off so you can have a custom afk animation so just like in the movie ready player one where you know uh yeah, yeah they they take their headsets off and then they kind of like their avatar dissolves they're, they've actually implemented that into the game which is super sick um, That's awesome. so you can have this kind of going offline animation Um, And on top of this avatar system, they've also implemented a new control system so you can control your avatar in uh, a better way uh, with a new menu system so you can quickly and easily access the emotes and gesture animations with a single hand instead of having to go through like a menu system with both hands, Mm -hmm. um, which is really, really nice and is going to make, you know, looking at these avatars, do these special moves basically in VR much more seamless. It's not going to seem like someone's going through a UI and pressing a button, so... Um, yeah,
2: as nice that, as that is, there must be a feck ton of like people who've done the models up or, or, or bought a model or something. And they're like, oh, no, I got to go retrofit now <laughs> for like all these new animations, because that's a lot. That's not small work. That is anyone who I know who's gone into it, either even if they're modelers, like the animations that go into the characters, the good ones yeah. and VR chat. There's there's a ton of work in that.
0: Yeah, there is a ton of work in it. And like people that are like really invested in VR chat, they spend a lot of money. Like when we went into the marketplace, um, you know, which was live a few months back, Nathie and I. People were you know, shopping there. You could, you could buy avatars, you know, yeah. that were like hundred bucks, you know, that had all these like different points, different gestures, different, different animations. People um, live
1: in this world just like Ready Player One
0: a lot of people spend so much time in it's it's
1: it's funny like this week i i was looking for some avatars actually and uh, there are like these supermarkets that you can go to you can grab a shopping cart and (laughs) then just start shopping stuff it was called like that you could go to the kmart and also some others uh and uh you could you could buy avatars you could also buy uh uh, vr headsets Hmm. uh radios um you know stuff for the washing machine (laughs) just like a normal supermarket. Uh, You could even have your- This is
2: all mock shopping though. You're just like, it's like playing with a toy set, right? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you're not like, well, I'm just sure like you're not like in some, people have talked about this, (laughs) like having, again, like an Amazon or online shopping uh, experience. But it could work.
1: I mean, if you're in there, you're like, "Mm, yeah, this could pretty much work, I guess. Um, I think, uh, was it like Somnium Space? Like you could buy a Tesla, but then it's like- you. shit. But it's like you... you, Basically what it does is like you just have a screen up. It's a bit like virtual desktop where you press the button and you go to their website and then you buy it. Can Uh, you just imagine,
2: like I remember when they released... Is it called Amazon Dash where you push the little button and it orders you, I don't know, toilet paper or detergent or something? Can you imagine if one of your controllers just like like screwed up and just like press the buy button like 600 times. And all of a sudden you got 600 Teslas. Oh, you, you
1: mean, you mean that, that that stuff happens usually when I'm going into the steam summer sale and my hand just goes <laughs> in the mouse and game <laughs> and just you you know, forces and me <laughs> to, to buy everything that I never, what I'm not going to play in the first place. So yeah, you're
0: just supporting the devs, you know, that, that's why
1: that's, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but the, the other cool thing about this, um, uh, update is that now you can have hand puppets, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty hilarious oh, and you oh can God. control them. Um, oh, you know. hip hops
1: are funny, man.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be super funny, I think, when the community get hold of these tools uh, and and to see what, you know, the creative uh, things come out of it. You know, think about Josh Dub and the boys. They're going to love this stuff because they're going to oh, really yeah. level up their videos and what they're going to be able to do with those avatars. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to check out the tools and features yourself, uh, Avatars 3.0, you can manually join the beta Or there's a portal in the VRChat home, which is to the right of the mirror that you can just jump into and go and check them out yourself. Um, Or the other avatars, they're still going to work. It's just that the 3.0 avatars are just going to have these extra improvements and look really, really nice. So, yeah, it's great to see that, you know, they're continuing to improve um, and go from strength to strength, really, because there's not really anything that competes with VRChat right now in terms of that kind of avatar rich integration.
2: Yeah, now yeah. the customization. I think the closest thing would maybe be Rec Room, given that you can design and create, but it's not the same level of yeah. customization at all. Plus yeah. the difference
1: now with, with Rec Room and VR, uh, In Rec Room you have microtransactions now, just for oh. you know cosmetic stuff. You can wow. buy that with real money. Um, well, VRChat is, as far as I know, still a free market. Uh, you can buy some from someone, but yeah, it's not VR Chat who's involved.
0: Exactly, individual sellers selling their work. Yeah,
2: yeah. But what yeah. do you think about that? Like, should they? I would think they should get involved well, as a middleman in that to some extent. Or do you feel rather that it should be left as an open indie shop? I think nah. he talked
0: about it when he was on the show, right? That no. he wanted it to remain like um, they didn't want to take any commission from the sales, and they wanted it just to be just purely. Or, or was it? The, the, no, it was like the 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 hosting platform was taking a small commission, but it wasn't VRChat that was taking the commission. I I think think. as
1: long, let's say as long as they are still in control because they own VRChat, the people who ever like founded it and co-founded it. But let's say if someone, uh, you know, puts the bag of money on the table and they decide to sell it, then I'm sure someone is going to, yeah well ruin it with some microtransactions let's hope that's not gonna happen
0: yeah we should jump in there and check these out uh that sounds like yeah um if
1: not just to go and feed the ducks
0: in vr which is uh, i'm curious do you do you (laughs) think the
2: the microtransactions added to rec room have kind of
1: spoiled that no no because it's cosmetic Uh, but it does create this social system right where oh you have something that i don't have and it looks nice that's just the thing that always happens and that's why same with fortnite and everything else it's like just social pressure like we yeah. have in real life you know wearing certain oh you don't have that yet Oh, okay. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: like that okay
1: well that is uh <laughs> avatars
0: 3.0 coming to vr uh, chat uh, go check it we out should,
1: we should throw a party in there for everyone who's watching our podcast we did one in alt space yeah maybe we should we do should. one in uh because quest can also join if we just join yeah. a room with pc and quest we can have a <laughs> fun time
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we could do that. We should do that. Yeah. So if you want to do do that, that, let us know in the chat. Um, But the last bit of news this week is that Hitman is coming to virtual reality. Uh, This announcement was made during the PlayStation State of Play this week, which showed off Mm -hmm. games coming to the PlayStation platforms in the future. Nathan and I were watching the show together. He was more yeah, concerned yeah. about bugs next, but you know. No, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. yeah, okay, but like I, okay, let me let me tell you the story. So I'm I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for state of play. He's gonna because... try and save his skin here. He's gonna exactly. try. Last yeah. week, last week I heard, you know, there's gonna be PlayStation VR in the state of play. Um, so it was like 50-50, So I, I was in there and I sent Mike a message. I said, like, you know, in uh, like three minutes, it's gonna be live. And I don't know what Mike was doing. It was like, oh, there's state of play. So we joined. So he joined. Was super fun you know watching with mike is like greatest like watching with someone a live stream where they announce <laughs> games it's just fun
2: That's great. i don't know because great everyone you can has moaned together when it all goes fucking yeah tits everyone, up like it did
1: yeah and everyone has has their own taste you know of, of games so someone's like oh amazing game and then the other side it sucks. you know like it goes a bit from one to the other um but uh we made this prediction like i really thought there was going to be vr in there but mike was kind of like yeah after the you know, reveal uh, the ps5 yeah, show, after, i was like nah yeah, no. Like, it was still this flashback of that moment, right? Yeah. Um, but it was also, like, when Hitman finally came in the lineup of... It was just random. It was not like, okay, now we're going to show you some VR stuff. It was yeah, just I didn't expect
2: it at all. In between, it we didn't even notice it. caught me off guard it. completely. Yeah, I was watching in my Discord with the guys, and it was like... They're like, yeah, this is VR. I'm like, no. Because they transitioned from this third-person perspective That's in the right. trailer... To VR to kind of like like aha, but I totally missed that. I was just like, because yeah. you're so used to watching VR stuff. Yeah. I think anyone who isn't a VR player would have been like, oh right, that's gonna be VR, but it wasn't apparent to me yeah. <laughs> until the second half of the trailer. They yeah. they didn't they didn't show that much.
1: Honestly, it was nah. very uh, short. But what blew my mind was that it was the trilogy. I I, I was like, mm. those games are super old, man. Like, uh, how are you They're gonna pull old. that off? Uh, yeah, but um. Yeah, That's right. I'm curious about VR support. It, it it reminded me a bit of Blood and Truth in terms of how it looked and how it just moved and stuff. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the, the funny thing is that the developers of Hitman are IO Interactive.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I, yeah. IOI, you know. They could be the evil corp trying to take us down. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. you're going to be able to um, step into the shoes of Agent 47, of course, and take down targets in virtual reality.
1: A game Mike with a beard.
0: Basically, me, if I shaved, you know, that would be yeah. me. Maybe I could cosplay <laughs> as him one day.
1: That's why we never see the back of your neck. Yeah, it's good. I should get the <laughs> tattoo. I should get the barcode. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would yeah. yeah. um,
0: But, yeah, like you, like you said, not only will you be able to play Hitman 3, but also the missions from the previous Hitman titles in virtual reality, which is going to offer a really good value for money uh, package there when that game releases. So, um,
1: but if, the it's thing good. Is, if it's good VR. VR, you mean, yeah. If it's good yeah, VR, of course. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. That's, Nathan's got a really important point there. I mean, the first game looks horrible. The second game also pretty much looks horrible. Like, they're not good-looking games at this stage. These are old games. Uh, I never played Hitman 3, but... Um, I was just more amazing. concerned about the the engine and, and the gameplay
1: mechanics that would be ported over to VR. I mean, ugly games, fine, but uh, if the gameplay is, like, super rough, that's another well, story. I feel like what it's you gonna mean gonna is that, like...
3: actually, that the graphics are actually ready to be hitting on the quest as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Well, that's exactly it. It's kind of like... Quest level PS2 level graphics. Yeah, they're like, not going to do that though. They're not going to do that. Imagine like, it's, like, it's, it's it's your new target engine. is like bumping out and in because they rendered this,
1: this is what going if they insane. do. What, what if
2: it's, I mean, okay, so what have they done before? They've done the Wipeout trilogy and they did that incredible justice, right? So they did that. They've done other games that were in flat, like uh, Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that in flat, done it justice. So do you guys think you're expecting kind of a full like hd i don't even want to say f- full HD, remaster but, you mean you know yeah, like yeah, a yeah. full remaster like and vr support because and the- please cure my my ignorance here is hitman 3 already a flat game and now this is just a port or is hitman 3 new it's a, no it's, it's a, so hitman
0: 3 is coming yeah. um as, as a full release like it's not released yet yeah um and it will have VR support, so it's not like yeah, a, it's, just straight it's a poor, VR. It's part of
1: the new game. It's like yeah. like not built okay. from the ground up. It's like a mode uh, for just a VR, VR mode. Uh, yeah.
0: But you can obviously play all the missions in VR. But the thing yeah. is, because you know um, they're going to be able to play the old missions, they've obviously updated them to the new engine for, to, yeah. to make that possible. So they're not going to be like ps1 graphics yeah. like you guys say um, but, but
2: but that's good like that yeah, yeah I mean, it's but it's good imagine. it also means that it um you know some people do a, a refresh of a game like i remember GoldenEye going through that basically and like when you redo it sometimes you break the magic at the same time so yeah it, it's just you're into a new game instead of into okay, just upscaling the graphics this game this game is
1: perfect for vr let me tell you why it's because in, in, in Hitman, you can, for example, hide, you know, in places, but you can also dress up and it's almost like you're role playing in a way you, you are, for example, part like in the trailer, you're part of a party, right? People think you're just a guest. But there are also moments where I remember um, you going to a museum for example with a little camera and you're making photos while in the end you're just, you know, going there for some something else. So it's like you like in every mission you're gonna play like a certain role. And I think because it's VR, it's mm. so immersive that you're totally going to be feeling that, I think.
3: But like th- and that's the only reason why I want to play this game is because I want to grapple people.
2: <laughs> you just want to grapple people, like. Yeah. But that's it. Like the, the, that's the part where I feel like even with the move controllers, right? Like <laughs> flips other <on> sides <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, big fat old like it, Italian woman, and you just with take the, her with down the with the garage. Which is what I remember from the first game. But like, are you gonna feel it? Like, how's it gonna feel? Like, I mean, blasting Iron Man's rockets and jettisoning into the air, you're kind of connected in the right way is this, because this is, like, it's really personal. You're in first person. I think that part sings to it. But I Mm. think you're almost going to lose it, because you're not going to feel the, you know, the tug of the... God, this is going deep, dark, <laughs> fast. Wow. But like, you're not gonna feel the the tug of the string around the neck of the person here. You're, you're gonna feel
0: the last pulse of their last dying breath. You know, yeah. This is what this <laughs> that's is what Sim wants.
2: wants. <laughs> that's what yeah. I want. Like it, right. tactile accessory. Hey, are the force tube guys how listening?
0: Would, how are they gonna handle like
3: the push back of the string while I'm trying to strangle someone? <laughs> yeah, but it's, because if that's not in the game, it's not gonna be a solid <laughs> VR experience. Oh, but, you, so know, we, you know,
1: it's it's a, it's gonna be just like any other PlayStation VR experience in terms of that. Um, yeah. It is good to know that. Uh, I think this is not an exclusive exclusive it's time because the usually you see a logo on on there you know on the trailers that is like an exclusive forever mm. in this case uh, we can expect this to come to I you think see. steam I think steam is yeah. gonna be it uh, so so let's talk
0: about because like you know obviously what Zim was alluding to there you know it is you, you're gonna be getting up and close and personal and and taking these people out. But there's been a bit of a backlash. I've seen like a, some people talking about the negative side of this and saying, you know, they don't want this level of up close and intense violence in virtual reality. And it's because we haven't really seen that really. Like uh, we get stabbing what? in VR, which feels Blade. weird. Blade, 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 and Blade
1: and sorcery was a big thing. Uh, Gorn was a big thing. Usually, yeah. Yeah. when it's really gory,
2: it's, just dead. Yeah. it's like taking walking a serrated knife into yeah. someone's face? Like, I Actually, mean, is no, that... yeah, not... you're right, you're right, yeah. Like, Dude, saints like, and sinners, yeah, okay. Like, I don't just... get it. I feel like it's just, you know, the I'm going to call it the wallflower syndrome here because, like, if you don't <laughs> like violent stuff, stay away from violent content. Go walk yeah. on an island or something and, you know, dig well, your toes I... into the VR sand. But, like, I think,
1: I think this it's is not a... for you. No, but I think it's a fair opinion to have, but it's, it, like, uh, movies are also violent. We have, uh, you know, even, like, certain board games that are violent. The thing is... Uh, everywhere like violence is entertainment for the human species Mm. Uh, and this is a part of that Uh, it's
3: it's not even like entertaining it's like part of our entire existence like the reason why we are on the top of the food chain is because we are essentially a violent species i mean if if anyone like reads the bible it's full of like very very violent content and that's the thing like yeah that's the thing like, like people kind of like see this like they associate violence with vr but vr is not associated with violence vr is just following the mainstream of everything else that is around there we watch violent sports contact sports are are very popular nowadays uh, if you go back to the old ages you had gladiators fights of people mm. literally mm. murdering each other i mean th- it's just been like so like baked into our entire mm. like DNA, dna that you can't like, just say, now with VR, they're not allowed to do it anymore because it yeah, becomes it, it, too yeah, visceral okay. or too real. I, I think that yeah. the, the, the still, difference it's is... It's
1: still a fair opinion, though. Uh,
3: yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's, no, it's, I, I
0: agree. Uh, but I, I think the difference is because you're, like, you're reenacting these violent acts. I think that's the the, the, the problematic thing here. And the, the interesting thing is, right, we've seen video games get like a backlash for years and years and years, and years from like media... You know, oh, when, yeah. when, when a terrible event happens, you know, like a shooting or something, you know, the meteor always says, oh, the person had like GTA at home, you know, that that's what drove <laughs> them to do Doom. this. Doom,
2: Quake. Well, you I mean, know, imagine yeah.
1: like when Call of Duty came with no Russian mission. I mean, yeah, that yeah, was exactly. Pretty controversial. controversial. Right? Exactly.
2: Sorry, I'm not familiar with that. So what was this Russian mission? Is so it just so that it was Russians? No, no,
0: no. Like you no. were part of a group and you basically murdered a load of civilians in an airport with like oh, automatic dude. weapons. It was super controversial at the time. Um, and, but so yeah, this was
2: a country restriction and they just well it was, was like it? A, a, oh. a just a level like, in Call
0: of Duty yeah yeah. Right, yeah. Um, but basically it's interesting because like although we've got these kind of super violent games in VR like, like you mentioned actually like Saints and Sinners and stuff like that where you're physically stabbing people and stuff like that it's interesting that we haven't had that backlash from the media yet pointing the finger at VR being responsible and I'm sure but it's, it's of- only going to be a matter of time before that happens
3: But that's, that's again, like, I mean, we all remember when, when, when Lonely Viper went viral with his uh, little clip from Onward, where he was like, oh, I just murdered someone, I stabbed him in the face. And like, you know, the media, like for some reason picked up that clip because it was one of the first to show like, you know, how, how violent VR can be. Right. But like, again, I'm not saying that VR is not violent and I'm also not saying that it's correct. But you can't point a finger at VR if, like, all of the other entertaining forms are doing but they, it as well. Yeah, but they start do, they, they
1: point at that as well. Everything that is like VR is a part of the gaming scene. Uh, so I mean, GTA had the same thing going on. I'm sure when The Godfather came out, that game, because that's also like strangling people and stuff. Mm. I'm sure, like, every, like you see that happening, like with Call of Duty 2. You know, with that mission, that was like a big moment in gamers. Like, okay, maybe this is the limit nowadays. That's yeah. not even like we went even further. Um, like, so...
2: But what's the objective? Like, this is the thing that I, well, I'm, I, you I'm know, not seeing. What like, I, what's the objective of these people who are who are calling it out? Like, do they want this type of content to no, not it's like be like made? No, no,
1: it's like you... Like, the thing is, um, I mean, for example, my parents, if I would tell them, like, you know, I, I, I played this game and that game, they would also say, like, that's, that's not okay. It's like, some people... They're living, they have like a different life. So, we are gamers, so we grew up with these things. So, for us, it's normal. You know, my dad let me play GTA 3 when I was like, I don't know, nine no, or something. I don't think, and I just I don't think, I
3: don't think it's normal. Uh, I think it's like you distanciate yourself from the events that are happening uh, on a gaming screen. For you me, do, it's normal. I, I, for me it's like, normal to
1: play those games. Yeah, but it's it's
3: not normal to garrot someone, no, that's no, not what no, you're trying no, to say, no, no, no. <laughs> it's normal, to, it's normal no. to play a game and yeah, game, that, yeah. that, that, that event what is happening that, there is no difference from no, like I don't reading, it reading it a book real or reading it to, or watching it in a movie. Yeah, but no, I don't compare it to
1: real on, life. on
0: the flip side, I do think the VR needs a, more sort of like a bit more that diversity, first, yeah. But it's a
1: problem with the industry because yeah. there's almost no budget, there's almost no, no, no money. So people just go for like shooters sell and yeah. violent sells yeah. and uh, for example like you you uh, talked about uh, Fall Guys they're also developers say like okay we're gonna make something else and yeah. so there is more let's say in the in the uh, the flat gaming scene there is more diversity mm. but in VR we have such a small. Thing going on there where there aren't that many releases and yeah. most of them are just violent ones uh, but,
2: Yeah, but like look at stuff like again Moss Astrobot like yeah, but when did they games come out? Are, does, yeah, but I, but what I'm saying is I think from what I've seen of the traffic and I'm interested to hear what Mike said uh, maybe a little bit deeper um, People are complaining about this right as a kind of like this is a, a very high intensity thing um, Why are you backing with all of the AAA money and funding? You know this kind of content, like mm-hmm. why is this your choice um, in the same way that they would say for non diverse content they 'd say, "Well, why do you have a game just featuring you know a bunch of white people in a white village like blah 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 why would yeah. you why would you why would you back that and but, I think it's fair for them to say that at mm-hmm. the same time there's definitely a market for it I mean look at yeah. look at gta look at all that stuff there's loads of people and i 'm certainly one of them and i 've always been a guy who likes like gore and violence in games, and in life i 'm the scrawniest dude who'll never pick a fight with you you know but there's there's a time and a place for that Mm -hmm. in the same way there's a time and a place for the adult industry and Mm -hmm. that business and it can Mm -hmm. stick itself to the side in a dark corner but it's still going to make a ton of money and it still belongs there and people who want to opt into that should be able to so and and the thing is like like imagine like all of the popular tv
3: series of the past coming years like imagine game (laughs) of thrones without any violence or adult team content uh (laughs) The Walking Dead without any violence. Stop tickling me, Joffrey.
2: Stop tickling (laughs) me. Yeah, I mean, it
3: doesn't make any sense. Also, we had a great comment. (laughs) from a Thief Lake, he said, uh, Manhunt was on the Wii and you had to do this stuff and that oh was God. a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is true, actually. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was horrible. Insane. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just
1: that with gaming, you know, uh, when you first go to the cinema and you watch a movie where someone gets murdered, you know, in a horror movie or something, it's like you're not doing it, you're just watching someone do it and in in, in, in uh, gaming, just with a gamepad or with a controller, you're the one that is doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's...
2: Uh, yeah. I'll tell you the only thing that concerns me. Um... Because there is, I think I've said before, like, when you, when you compare, I'll compare two things, right? Like, violent content and then pornographic content. Violent content, if you, if you, if you are sitting in a, a, a 2D game like a, any shooter, right? A Call of Duty or something like that. And then you transition to VR. You go play, again, Onward or Pavlov or something. Like, you will learn how to assemble, disassemble a weapon, to aim the sights in a way that's very close to the real deal, uh, where 10 years ago, you wouldn't have had that knowledge, you wouldn't have had that training, if you want to call it that. So my concern would be, as probably the only member of the podcast who's been through an actual school shooting, uh, that more people are going to get good at weapons, even if they don't have them in their lives. And when that small percentage of the population flips it, you know, then we're going to see even worse tragedies in the future as a result. And it's the same thing on the um it's the same thing on the pornography side. I had a friend who got addicted to that stuff. And I think if you're looking you about a, a web browser versus yeah. a VR uh, experience, you know the v r one is so much more different. And you've already seen probably loads of articles about and TED Talks and that about how that can change your brain mm. permanently and it can mm. actually damage uh, you with your relationships going forward in life. So those are things that I think, it's, it's a new but, medium. But, That's why people the, are excited. Yeah, but the, the, the important but thing that you need to balance. know with that
3: is that um, if you have an, a brain that is prone to addiction, it will be to all forms of addiction, not just, for oh. example, pornography, not just gaming, not just... Th- those people could, for example, never game an entire day in their life and still become addicted to something else. It, it is not the medium itself that... You know that drives that addiction it is actually like a like something faulty in the brain that or an over or an overexposing reward system that causes that addiction to come through you can see and i because I, I i study with ocd and you have people having compulsive behavior as well that for example they would prevent doing the compulsion that they normally would do mm. and they would just develop a different kind of compulsion yep. and not perform the old compulsion anymore and that, that is something that is if if you really want to point the finger at um you know i'm not saying that that, that gaming cannot be addictive it can be addictive it's proven already same with pornography same with drugs same with alcohol you know there's so many things that are addictive but you need to point the finger then at the at the the right kind of treatment and not saying oh it's gaming that is causing it that's the same as saying oh gambling causes addiction it's that is not true Uh, i think
1: i i think you can have a fair conversation about this but it's just like you know from the gaming side if someone starts talking about uh, you know, like like for example, y- using the Hitman trailer and show that off, so like okay, this is violent then uh, I, I understand that some gamers feel personally attacked because uh, it's not about the violent part. It's about you know, games are part of their lives. And then you get into whole different. So it's it's a mix of emotions, and I think yeah. you can have a conversation about that. But it's like you need to understand both sides because I still understand why some people say like this is like if I would show my grandparents all the stuff I have been playing like Doom, and uh, they would be like, what the <laughs> hell did you do? <laughs> like, I would be, then I would be then I then I would be ashamed of myself. It's like I cannot explain that, you know? Yeah. You um, can't
2: explain. That. Why are you ripping demons apart not. with a chainsaw, man? Yeah. but, I, but wrong I'm like, with
1: you? You know, I I played like I played a lot of you know uh fun games that are not violent and i also play a lot of games that are violent um but i i have fun in both of them i don't feel like i'm you know i I want to play them because i'm like getting aggressive or anything Mm. Uh, for me it's entertainment um and and i think there should be a conversation like like for me blade and sorcery for example for me i said like i i don't want to play that because for me personally i think that's a bit too much but then there are other games that I'm fine with. So mm-hmm. there's so many spectrums of that. But I, I think That's it's a good confo to have every time, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I as think long as overall, you do it fair, you know, if the media yeah. says, yeah, look again, you know, the media, like, gaming is bad for you and they don't uh, spit the facts, then, yeah, I'm like, what the heck. But
0: I think I think this is, a, you know, it's, it's a win for VR because, you know, Hitman is a, an established brand, and it'll interest people that maybe have not considered the jump to VR yet. Like, oh, this is a game that I really love. You know, I want to you know take it to the next level and maybe try it in VR. So I think for VR, it's great. Uh, and I do understand both sides of the argument. You know, I personally enjoy v- uh, violent games myself, but I do agree that you know VR does probably need some more diversity out there. You know, when, <laughs> yes. when, when you when you consider that the best one of the best selling games is Beat Saber, which you know is completely unique and it's in its mm-hmm. own category in terms of a game. We yeah. need more innovation like that, rather than just It, it, it
1: feels shooters. like the thing. The yeah. problem is, if Hitman gets announced, it feels very oversaturated. That that's the thing it's all about. Because yeah. if you look at this year, what got announced? You know, yeah, we exactly. we got like Medal of Honor, and we got, but there's almost nothing there. If we let's just say like the the normal gaming industry, the pancake gaming industry, they're like I don't know, 30 40 games coming out, and it's all like diverse and different. But in VR. We only have like maybe five AAA games a year, mm. so if then three of them are shooters, then it might look like that's the only thing people care about. Well, in the background, there are enough indie titles that are not about violence. I, so yeah, if exactly. the industry grows, we get more diversity in the scene. It's not like we don't want it. It's just it's we're not ready for it yet.
0: Yeah. So in the chat, Watto UK says, "Those poor blocks, you murdered all those blocks and beasts." Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, talking about Hitman, you know, the game will be uh, releasing in January twenty twenty one. It's been confirmed as coming to PSVR on PS4, but it's not clear yet about the VR support on PS5 as they've been a bit quiet about their VR plans mm. on that console uh, for the moment.
1: Could it be um, that they already work on it for like the next PlayStation VR? That would be amazing. That, just...
0: that would be amazing, yeah. And,
1: um, and by the way, uh, talking about Beat
3: Saber, uh, I know that Anakin Skywalker played a lot of Beat Saber and we all know what happened to him. Before so even oh yeah. Beat Saber is not, not safe for violence. Before yeah. he took out all the little Padawans. Exactly. We've all, all seen that meme. That was um,
0: But hopefully Hitman does come to Steam. You know, hopefully it's all... just a, a timed a timed exclusive. Um, but along with Hitman, of course, uh, during the state of play, they also announced that Vader Immortal, uh, yes. which we talked about on the show previously, is coming on the 25th of August. So if you've been waiting for that, you've got that to mark in your diary. And it's mm-hmm. a complete bundle featuring all three episodes, which is going to be a pretty cool little bundle, I think. Wow. So,
1: PlayStation <sighs> VR strikes once again.
0: Yeah, with Iron Man, <sighs> Dreams... Vader Immortal and now Hitman. It's on a little yeah. streak. PSVR. Still got some life in it yet. It
2: does. It does. So
0: that is all the news this week. Um, so now it's time for the big brain of the group to give you a <laughs> rowdy science lesson on Google's impressive six degrees of freedom light field video technology. So uh, yeah, take it away, Rowdy. Take Go it, for it. Take it, it
3: away. Take, I'll take it away. All right. Uh, Zim, you got it open already? Yeah, we're up all right so today i'll be talking a little bit about uh, the research that google has been doing in uh, terms of uh, streaming six degrees of freedom video content and specifically researchers from google has developed the first end-to-end six degrees of freedom video system that can stream over internet connections that is provided that you have a one uh, gigabit connection now we're all familiar with a ton of like 360 videos that are available on, on quite a few uh, different kinds of platforms. We have, for example, uh, 360 roller coasters, horror experiences, vlogs, gaming videos, all kinds of different kind of content. And the idea of this sounds quite awesome, but as soon as you try it, you do feel a little bit disappointed, especially as a, as a, as a VR veteran. And the question I kind of want to answer with this little science section is, is why is that? Uh, rather than going into like the te- technical specifics of how, um, Google managed to get around this, I, I will briefly touch on this and try to explain it in a, in a rather simple ma- manner, but the overall focus will be, you know, why does this happen? Why does 360 video not feel as awesome as, as you would expect it to do? Um, and part of what makes our visual system so effective is that our heads move Um, and change our perspective. And this then allows us to feel uh, a certain sense of depth through something that is called the motion parallax effect. And this is something that is called a monocular depth cue that causes objects that are closer to you um, to appear to move faster than objects that are further away. Uh, And the further away something is, the slower it appears to move. We all know that when we see a plane, we see it moving rather slowly, but that is because it's so far away. And that is a kind of a cue that we get of the distance that is between us and that particular plane. And that is also the reason why you're sitting in a train and you see uh, it moving uh, next to you, that you assume uh, that there is a certain speed that you, that you have yourself. And that's also related to that. Um, and also moving our head allows us to see how light interacts with the surfaces in the scene which then gives us information as to what particular materials that the scene is made of. So for example, we get a perfect reflection that we know that is a metallic surface, um, or if, if it's a rather imp- imperfect, glossy reflection, that is a different kind of uh, material. That is, the uh, by moving our head, we can see the, the reflection change in that, and we can get some information on the actual uh, material. Now, up until now, um, what, what, what most of those, like, uh uh, 360 and 180 videos have been have been doing uh, is like only allowing us to see from a certain viewpoint but this viewpoint cannot be altered regardless of how the user uh, moves its head and this is not really comfortable uh it it can cause uh uh, not only like messing with your visual and vestibular system and cause motion sickness uh, but that can affect a lot of people in different ways in, in in many kind of vr headsets so they've Trying to find ways around that, and uh, one strategy is to get, ar- to get around this is to use a multi-view uh, stereo camera or uh, depth sensors to estimate the 3D depth of the of the scene in each direction, so that uh, the panoramic image can then be reprojected with image-based rendering to a new viewpoint. A drawback of this is that, unfortunately, it it looks rather um, dull, uh, that the scenes are not typically well preserved. You have disoccluded areas around object uh, edges, and it's very difficult to fill this in um, uh, very accurately. And furthermore, uh, because you have um, reconstructed 3D geometry, it can be displayed with textures. Uh, this fails to reproduce a view dependent uh, reflection, so you don't get really a sense of material which gives everything a, a rather like dull reflectance. Uh, now, a different strategy is to record uh, a sampling of the light field using an array of cameras that are distributed across a surface. Wh- when used with modern interpolation uh, techniques that include uh, per-view depth estimation and view depth uh, texture mapping, these view-dependent reflections can be preserved. So you do get a very uh, accurate kind of reflection. However, unfortunately, there is a very uh, uh, associated complexity and associated cost with that, with these denser camera arrays and sparse samplings um, that are prone to noticeable uh, edge artifacts as well. And none of these strategies have ever been paired with uh, an an efficient video compression scheme. Uh, and then Google comes along and decides to like get again uh, get involved in this as well um, and what they have done is devise a solution that includes capturing reconstructing compressing and rendering a very complex scene in such a way that it can be streamed over a 1 gigabit connection and it, it's especially that last part that is a very impressive feat and mainly because of the insane quality that they can uh, achieve despite the compression uh, that they're using. So now we'll go a little bit into the more technical details of how they managed to accomplish this. Um, it is rather complex, but I'll try to break it down on a couple of points. Uh, so first we have the cameras. Uh, they used 46 4K cameras uh, of, that run at 30 frames per second. Uh, they're roughly 18 centimeters apart, and they have a field of view of 120 degrees by 90 degrees. Um, these overlapping field of views then uh, allow a reconstruction of near-field objects of up to half a meter, and the paper they even describe up to thirty-one uh, centimeters. Um, and that is only a, a roughly estimated cost that was provided by uh, by Upload. They did the cal- they did the calculus on that. It was roughly uh, seven thousand dollars, which is quite cheap. That is roughly the price that the guys are paying me for doing this episode on the on the science episode. Um, n- <laughs> Then, uh, what they, um, what they did next was they performed a view synthesis that they used to, uh, something called the deep view method. Um, that is the kind of algorithm that they tried to use for this, but they replaced the, the multi-plane image with a multi-sphere image that encodes, uh, a concentric sphere, a set of concentric uh, spheres with RGB textures around the viewer. Now, due to the enormous amount of data that is in such an image. This is obviously very challenging to compress. So what they did is they reduced these multi-sphere layers to 16 layers uh, meshes that conform to the layers in the scene. And then in the final format, what they did was they took these layered meshes and grouped them into small spans of time. The 16 layered meshes textures were combined into a single atlas And this atlas is then compressed with the standard video codecs that we all know While the geometry of the scene is stored as, the geometry of the texture is stored as a separate stream, uh, which is a very common thing to do in gaming as well. Um, Now the most impressive visual thing is the composer depth visualization that they managed to accomplish uh, where they showed the tree branches, showing how the colors of the, even the thinnest branches seem to change as you move closer or further away, which I think is a is a very impressive thing, but overall they managed to succeed in in generating a, a six degree uh, of freedom volumetric video, so you can actually change your viewpoint uh, while you're uh, looking into the scene uh, up to a fairly decent distance as well. Uh, it's a seventy centimeter viewing baseline, so that means that they have an, an overall of a little bit more than 180 degrees of, uh, of, of 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 field of view, and they have a 10 pixel per degree angular resolution or as i like to call it very very cool stuff um so yeah that, that was it what i kind of wanted to highlight uh if you guys have any questions in the chat like be sure to to let me uh, to let me know just tag me in there uh, and then we'll try to discuss it
0: yeah like when i when i first saw this um it just completely blew my mind uh, and i thought this would be great for you to try and explain um Because, you know, Nathan and I have dabbled in like VR 180 content, VR 360 content and capturing it. Uh, And you're right, you know, when you view it back, there is some depth to it, but you have to keep perfectly still for the magic to work. The second you move, the illusion is broken and that's basically what they're addressing here right you know you're going to be able to move your your head what 70 centimeters roughly uh, in different directions and get that I, I, don't, I don't know if
3: it's exactly 70 centimeters okay. but there's there's certain like uh, a range of movement that you can have that is a very comfortable range right you know that the, the 70 centimeters i don't know exactly what that refers to because they they, they kind of use that as a as a way of giving like the total field of view that you have yeah um, but it is very impressive in it and it looks very natural and very comfortable as but well. i think
0: you're right you know even just that little bit of movement, even if it is just a little bit, you know, it really adds something to that experience. And and yeah. you hit the nail on the head with motion sickness as well, because that's one thing, especially if you're watching like a roller coaster in 360, which I don't recommend you do, by the way. Um, but as soon as you start moving your head around or trying to anticipate the corner of the roller coaster or stuff like that, it just completely throws you out of whack. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be but super th- interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially because the technology that they managed to devise is actually on the on the cheaper end of the spectrum. Uh, of course, that is only for the actual equipment, because there is a, a major caveat with this kind of research, and they even highlighted in the paper themselves, is that... Uh, they, i'll quote what they say they say in their own paper a drawback of our training and processing pipeline are that they require substantial cloud computing resources it would not be practical to process a several minute long video on a single workstation using our current framework and of course because they have mm. the backing of something like google which is a giant computing platform in itself uh just because the 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 cost, the hardware cost, or the computing cost of of making a scene like this is incredibly high. I I, I don't even know how many uh, terabytes or whatever that they're using in order to 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 generate something like this. But that is of course something that that is that you need to keep in mind in order to to make a scene like that. Is that there's an enormous amount of machine learning and uh, and, and and compression and these kind of like algorithms mm. into place in order to make this scene uh, yeah. visible in the first place.
2: I had a yeah. question about the data throughput you had. You you quoted a gigabit per second. So, mm. does that involve any protocols that um would intelligently note where your head is in that space, and then basically you're only sampling from the data available at I'll call it the server end, then gets piped to you as the client? Because I'm thinking that like the latency time, you know, between me and even even North America is you know 200 milliseconds or something or mm. less. Um, why, you know, why wouldn't they go for, you know, instead of sending you all of that volumetric data together, you know, and, and choking the pipe, so to speak with this one gigabit, like, is that already the compressed figure or is there anything, that any is, mention that of is a the, protocol
3: that, uh, yeah, that, that that is the fully compressed figure that they're sending, but like, oh, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not your head movement that is being sent back. Uh, so that, that is not the case. Huh? so you actually get the full video stream cause it's a, cause they eventually compress it to a general codec. Yeah. So it's just like a, a regular kind of video that you will, a 360 video that you would watch on, on, on YouTube. And they even managed to do it on web browsers as well. So you can also use it on web browsers, um, to, to, to give the input there, but you get the full image format uh, sent to you. So the All tracking stream. is handled locally. The head tracking yes. is handled locally, but that's yeah. what yeah. I was yeah. saying. Yeah. Like, sure. yeah.
2: why wouldn't they choose to push that down the other side of the protocol? Mm-hmm. So I I get what you're saying, Rowdy, and that's what mm-hmm. I I took from your explanation. Uh, the only thing that I missed in in the in the explanation, you mentioned the word atlas. What did you mean by atlas? I didn't understand that.
3: What
2: what they mean
3: with that is that what they basically is they use all of the textures and they combine it together into something that they call is a is an atlas. So you have, because it's it's a machine learning algorithm that they basically apply in order to reconstruct um, the image. Because, of course, when they when they start out with this um, original video source, the data is, is enormously large. So what they do then is they try to compress that first. Uh, what they do is they, they select a certain amount of data. So they take the 16 layered meshes mm. and then they compress those layered meshes and they separate the textures over that uh, into a different well, file format or, or or stream format, and then uh, when you pull those together, you have that atlas. I, I believe it's the atlas that then goes over uh, uh, what you're trying to see. Ah, uh, okay.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like the atlas like...
3: stores
0: the textures. Thanks. So yeah, the the, the the video needs to take it from the atlas in order to display. Mm-hmm. It. So there's a good question in the chat. Um, they said, "Is there any uh, content that we can watch right now, uh, or is this still just in the experimental phase?"
3: I haven't, I mean, they, they, they did show a very nice video um, where you, where you can explore it yourself. I haven't found any specific content as to where I can like try it myself already, mm-hmm. uh, already. Um, but I guess that's like a matter of time. I think this is more also like a proof of concept and they still have some points that they want to improve. Yeah. Uh, like for example, they want to improve the latency also because they used a fairly cheap, Kind of thing to put the cameras on. Uh, the sync between the cameras is not completely perfect, so they still want to improve on that to get a. Mm. But in the end, like the overall result is so much better than the other methods that are available yeah. as well, uh, and so much cheaper uh, that I do think that they'll. I mean, they'll continue with this research, obviously. But
1: uh, mm. but this this would make this would revive the three sixty and also one eighty platform in in a yeah. new way because this this sounds way more immersive mm. than the, what the only had. problem
3: is. The only problem is, like I said before, this is not something that you can easily do uh, at your home, yeah. uh, even if you had 46 ca- 4K cameras. And and that's a little bit the issue with this, of yeah. course, that you need to have, the, the computing needs to be done off off source because I don't think anybody here or <laughs> anybody you know has this kind of computing power in order to, to do this in a, in, a, in a reasonable amount of time.
2: But mm. Rowdy, is it, is it- better than a G2? Barely. Barely, uh, I thought so, yeah.
3: No, no. Uh, someone in chat, Terry,
2: <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Yeah, 40, 46 4K cameras. It's just, it's hard to think about it, but the, the nice thing is that I love when scientists are trawling at a problem. Scientists mm. and engineers are just like clawing through it, like, we're gonna get there, and then you know what's gonna happen is someday, this will be easy somehow, uh, yeah. like they'll have, they'll yeah. have gotten past these barriers, and we'll have that, you know, we'll have the ability. Like for me, it's super exciting as somebody who's been streaming VR games for six years. I'm like, OK, this is something that's super exciting now to me because you could have someone jump into that platform that we've always wanted, which is, you know, jump in and actually kind of experience the same 6DOF that the player is, is seeing, even if it's only in yeah. a limited range. And that was the yeah. main thing I took from your explanation yeah, it's, it's just really exciting because you're not trying to, you know, um, light map and, you know, rebuild the entire scene and calculate every possible angle. You're actually just saying, give me a degree of flexibility around where the viewer is and allow me to, you know, have my normal head motion. Not that I'm just, you know, let's say watching Mike and strapped to his body as he's moving his head. So it's great.
3: Yeah. And, and and the nice thing about this as well is uh, if you look at the paper yourself, they've done a really nice background of the research. So how they got the ID and like where it kind of started, because of course, it is not the work only of Google. There's been a lot of people before that have been investigating this technology as well. And they kind of build onto that. But it's a very nice kind of overview that they give in terms of like, Background of the of the research. Also, I'm, I'll make the the um, the presentation. I'll make this available on my on my GitHub account. I'll post this in the in the link down below, so you you guys will find a ref- reference there uh, to the actual paper and to the presentation.
0: Mm nice i think it's 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 fascinating it's kind of like the 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 basic brute force approach like zim said and then you know you're going to see this be refined and refined and refined over over time until something's going to be super convenient and unique and it's just going to do it by the click of a button sometime in the future
1: and then we Um, get ride roller coasters again without getting motion sick
2: i I just think it'd be really neat um when you have this ability even if it comes in like highly compressed like even if you had a video image that wasn't super clear but you could move your head around that, it would be, yeah. it would just feel really natural. And I think it would sing with your kind of, again, your human brain in that environment. Yeah. Even if it was like, do you guys ever remember like watching a, 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 your first 360 video mm. or your first 360 experience in a VR headset? Like I remember doing one with a, a hot air balloon and I was like, oh man, you, know, you can look all over. Like this, this is pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then I remember watching, I think it was Remarcus's like 180 video and then watch some of your guys' stuff. And it's like, you can see where it's going, and mm. it's definitely not there yet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, th- I think the barriers. biggest
3: potential for this, for this kind of technology that they've developed right now, is mainly in, like, sports,
2: mm.
3: where they, if they would place a system like that, which is actually not that expensive then, uh, and if you have a major brand that is doing it, they probably also have access to, like, some off-source computing uh, uh, platform to actually, of course, not in real time. I don't think we're there yet. But if you could, like, you know, record matches like that and have them, Plate or like like experienced in a way uh, afterwards i think that would be epic the
0: the way i see it in my mind as well just imagine if they combine this with like volumetric capture where you could move around like nodes in a volumetric capture and then in the static nodes have that kind of degree of movement that would be really cool as well so, yeah, very, so Forty-six
3: notes with forty-six cameras each. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's uh... <laughs> a million the front row petabytes seat, yeah. of data. Yeah, well, exactly. Watching a, like watching a movie with this stuff for two hours and really being in there and looking around
2: stuff. Yeah, that would be amazing.
0: And on my dial-up connection, I'm sure it'll work great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like that's interesting. You guys are like, Nathan, you just you just hit on a really interesting point there. So what if you were um, if you were looking to just you know augment that experience that we currently have of being in a virtual cinema, right? You just wanna feel like you're sitting next to somebody in a cinema watching a 2D film or whatever. Does that strip out some of the complexity? Because if you're not looking to transmutate like all of the scene or a detailed object and all those scene details that you talked about, Rowdy, and you're instead looking at some basic content but you still want that head movement freedom, I'm wondering if there's like a halfway house here that maybe we would see sooner. You know, someone. I, I don't. I don't really
3: there. understand what you mean. Do you mean that when you record in a cinema, the movie?
2: So if you're sitting in a 3D movie, like a uh, Rift Max cinema or big screen or something like that, mm-hmm. you're sitting there. You can watch content that isn't uh, VR content, right? You're, you're you're in VR, but you're you're watching something that's flat or whatever. And the environment that you're in, like Mike's to my right, Nathie's to my left, right. I'm in this like hamburger, this alien hamburger of f reality, and mm. and I'm trying to just get the the sensation that what Mike mentioned at the moment. You move your head in one of these streams, right, and it's three-doff, and the second you move your head, you've noticed that it's not full 6 off. It's not true, mm-hmm. right? Is there a way that because of what you'd be monitoring isn't uh, interactive in a 6DOF way and your mechanism of tolerance is like quite constrained, would that help at all? I'm trying to just think it through like, there.
3: I, I would still think that like, for example, if you would do some photogrammetry into that movie theater and then just play, like cut out the screen and play the, the 3D movie on there and rebuild the screen in VR, that would be computationally way less expensive instead yeah. of recording, recording that- in there.
2: That's Because what, mm. what they're trying to achieve is, is that full volumetric presence. Yeah, what
3: they really did was like very complex scene because they show like things like fire, like a, a guy with like sparkles going everywhere, uh, the beach, very difficult reflections with the sun hitting the waves and these kind of things. Um, and, and that is really what they what they managed to do, because, again, like I said before, like when you're when you do your hat movements, uh, you get a lot of information from the reflection of light. And um, not being able to do that kind of like reduces the immersiveness of the experience, especially Mm -hmm. if it's a complex scene. But by recording multiple viewpoints um, that you can then go around into not only feels more natural, but will also give that next level immersion kind of thing that we're looking for.
2: Yeah, excellent. Um, And actually, like um, the Invisible Hours or whatever, I just saw in chat someone mentioning, uh, Damien mentioned... Like a virtual who done it. Like, what if you did, you know, real actors? For instance, we we take we take this whole thing that we would talk about with Tempest and other other examples. And you apply this kind of technology once it's available, mm. you'd be able to do something like that again potentially just with that small range of movement. But you really feel like you were there. And those would be maybe not even virtual actors. Maybe they'd be real actors captured mm. again volumetrically, but then translated to you and sixed off over the internet. So there's A lot pretty of possibilities, concepts out yeah. there, yeah. Yeah,
0: interesting stuff. I, I'd imagine this is going to be like years ahead before we see some sort of major leaps and advancements in this tech, though, I'd imagine.
3: Well, uh, it all depends, again, like the groups that are working on this, you know, and the amount of money that is being pumped into this. We all know mm. that the more money that is being pumped into this kind of research, the more application potential, and the more interest of, of the big brands that is in this kind of technology, uh, the faster that this technology will be pushed forward. Um,
0: so, yeah nice well thank you very much uh, rowdy i really appreciate yeah. uh, your your rowdy science lessons they're always super informative <laughs> always kind of blows my mind a little bit you know each time but no i really appreciate it and the audience really like it as well so thank you again <laughs> Great. um right so now that you've had your mind turned to mush now let's pass it over to zim to uh, give you some releases to uh, look forward to next week and round off the show
2: yeah 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 um so yeah, this is going to be a tough conversation, lads. A very tough conversation. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> from what I could find uh, that we haven't mentioned earlier, like last week, Roddy did a great job. Thank you for standing in for me, uh, and Nathy too on the streaming. Uh, game releases are absolutely pitiful this week. So I, <laughs> I I feel like the four that I will mention uh, do not do not deserve to be shown. So I'm going to mention a few, and then after that, we're going to have a little quiz. So, so these, are, um, these are games that you shouldn't buy this week. Yeah, the, the, these are games that, um... The, the uh, meme games. Well, well, let me just tell you. I'll tell you the tell, all right? I'll tell wow. you. <laughs> I'm preparing myself. Okay, the first one uh, was a PSVR game uh, that released a year ago called Darkness Rollercoaster, uh, which was Darkness Rollercoaster Ultimate Shooter Edition. Now has been re-released as Darkness Roller Coaster Anniversary Edition, which is a non rail shooter like Rush of Blood. Uh, and I'll give you a quick quote from the game. Mm. More than 20 musics await you in a level specifically designed to listen to them or the decorations light up to the rhythm of the musics. That gives you an idea of the level of quality control that went into this. And the fact <laughs> that a year ago they were saying this was definitely rushed, the developers admitted this on Reddit, and now they're releasing it a year later in their anniversary edition usually you want to celebrate an anniversary if you had a good first launch i think this is just i made it please buy it again please don't i'm
0: surprised they made it on psvr if it's that bad because they've got yeah. quite a high bar
2: yeah have you i mean the european store i can't say much for the north american store but there are some bad psvr games that look like like indies that just made it and i, yeah. I don't know how they must have made the frame rate and knew somebody, and they just got on the store. So that was the first one. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to belabor these points because these are games that I really think you shouldn't be spending that. time with. Okay. Uh, the second one. Is it getting better or worse? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know. You know I like room escapes. Uh, so this one, based on a real life event, is Car Hacking Village, VR Trunk Escape. So wow, like a... wait, wait,
1: wait—that's the title.
2: Yes, <laughs> Car Hacking Village, or CHV, wait. which is apparently a known acronym. VR Trunk Escape, from what car, I can see.
1: Car hacking. No, no, no! Village. So it's not Room Escape; it's Trunk right. Escape. Car
2: hacking village. So car hacking village. And what does that there's mean? A, there's a so there's a convention. <laughs> the, I'll give you the backstory. There's a convention around this, <laughs> and this is the whole point. Okay. they're asking at this special car convention for motorheads and that they will take you Nathy and they and if you're a particularly good set of skills they'll trap you in the trunk of a car on a timer for half an hour and you have yeah. to find your way out oh, this is okay. not like a room escape no. it's more like a you're now trapped <laughs> i don't think they gag you but like you're trapped from somebody who's kidnapping you yeah, and yeah, you got to yeah. get out so you got to whatever oh. use whatever tools are available to get out of the car so they decided it would be a good idea to turn that into a VR experience oh. in the back of a van.
1: Wait, wait. So you're you're laying down on the floor, just like in a trunk. Nathie, you I don't just think, stop you asking questions. Say, yeah, please, 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 yeah. please, <laughs> yeah.
2: please <just> leave it. <laughs> I was trying it. to blast through these. This is why I, I'm I, not I, showing I you. Just, just,
3: wait, 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 Nathie, Just play it, and then next week yeah. we'll show
2: a clip of you oh, playing. It can be your don't highlight of play the week. It. Yeah, I like, how might how choose it.
1: First, I want to know how much
2: is. I'm choice. not going into those details. I'm not, I'm not, because we gotta, we got to save this no, for, I'm not the, gonna, for the like, Maybe I need to spend like 20 bucks on this game. To shoot. It's on Steam. It looks oh shite, and oh, the wow. developer is one of their key bullets in the Steam page is like begging you to realize that they're a single dev, and that, you know, oh. this is, they yeah, this is That's like on borrowed smart, time.
1: Smart trick.
2: Not a good idea. Devs, if, if you are an indie dev, and you're going to release something rough, fine, leave it early access, but please don't undersell your own game. I, I get it. I get it. We all get it. Please. Okay. Thank you. That was the second one. The third one, uh, and these are just- I am we're not even showing
1: trailers. This I'm, is not, I'm not. I'm
2: not pumping these games it's up, pretty, right? I'm just going to give clear. you the name. It's
1: pretty clear what you have to do
2: in these games, though. Yeah. So you can just forget about it. The third one, which I saw Upload promoting, is one of the better exciting titles to come out. I'm sorry, Upload. I, I, I don't know why you showed this game. Um, so, Stack Squatch. Stack Squash Stack coming what? out on August 10th. is like Jenga on drugs. Um, and <laughs> Jenga on drugs. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to show you. this. It's not worth it. You want it's to not see it, it
1: now, Zim? I'm intrigued.
2: I'm not showing. Yeah. I'm not showing you. I'm not. Show, this not? is the week you have to go and do your own. What well, is this Hopefully. a new? This is a new torture mechanic. Just you just close your eyes and it. just imagine the, it. Audio listeners, this week feel yeah. it. Like you're getting. You're getting exact. Everyone's getting the same treatment. I've leveled the playing field for you, right? Mm. Jenga on drugs. As you build a stack of random objects that have to be balanced in terms of physics and not dropped. Like, that's the that's the main mechanic of this game. You just build objects, and as they build, you get larger, and you have to just keep stacking until the thing falls over. Is it, so is, is it, is it like yeah. Mount Your Friends? Not even half as interesting as that. Okay. Wow. No. Hmm. Fourth game. And then, we're, and then we're going to a quiz and you're all cool. going to burn, okay? Because I've specially designed this quiz oh, for you, you to kill oh, all of you. Right. Remember earlier we were talking about violence? Well, what if you don't want violence? What if you want a Dodo Adventure, right? <laughs> Dodo Adventures. Dodo Adventure? Is, yeah,
3: Dodo Didn't it go extinct? <laughs> for a good <laughs> Dodo reason.
2: Adventure. Dodo Adventures. It's a non-violent VR game coming later in August, right? You wander around an island, you learn about Dodo, about about dodos. <laughs> That's it. Like, no,
1: I, I need no, to see these trailers. No, you can't. You can't stop <laughs> no, there. I'm no, Zim. No, Zim. Please, the dodo. Please show the dodo no, one. No, oh, please. I'm
2: not. I promise. The prompt is silly.
0: I felt like you should have just said, "There's no releases this week. Let's just
1: yeah, do a quiz." Like honestly, the dodo one deserves more. I. The rest. thing is, it's when I, vis- visually
2: pleasing. When I yeah. knew we were. When I knew this is. They are not visually pleasing. That's the whole point. <laughs> Like and usually I like running trailers because our little trailer mechanism is great and they look gay But you can't take a bad game and Dodo. I just can't show this to you. I can't I can't wow. out, of, but, out of good faith Okay, do- it's dodos man, but the thing is right that VR trunk escape No one's done a VR trunk escape before dodos. Have you done dodos in VR yet? That's probably unique. this you is know? why I need to see the see the the videos. I can't <laughs> I I can't. Okay, Mike. Second, I, I made I made a design I made a decision. decision. I was like, I can't show this to I, people. I, I think we should. What we should do
1: once is like these three four games. Everyone needs to play at least one. So I would oh go. For the, I would go for the Dodo one. I want to play coaster, the Dodo one. Roller coaster.
3: No 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 Nathan, no, Nathan. You already made your pick with all the questions that you're asking about the car No, but this one. No. Yeah,
1: yeah, but this one I understand. This is uh, this is my jam. I just get it. Like Dodos are freaking awesome.
0: <laughs> right. Let, let's move on. Okay. Which, Which time, this I this
1: just Let's just, just,
0: just, just pretend this never
1: happened. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I thought that Rowdy's science part was like the highlight, but this dodo yeah. thing. Sorry, Rowdy.
0: this is a ride of emotions no. this show. Super highs, super lows. You're in it for the ride. <laughs> You're in it with us.
2: This is definitely Man. low. Strap in tight. Low. Look, why, why, why don't we... I wanted to give you guys some goo... After we all had our brains melted so Thank that we you. could just minus is not melted. Forward. Mine is because fine. Because I, I need your brains <laughs> for the next part because you're all into it. And I've changed the game a little bit here. So for those of you who haven't participated in an F-Reality quiz before, this is pretty simple. Okay? So I'm going to run some trailers, and this is how it works. I run a historic trailer. These are games that have already come out before. The lads have seen these, had an opportunity at least, to see these trailers before. I'm not guaranteeing that they've played the games, but they're not like, you know, tiny little indies so uh, with that each trailer runs for roughly 40 to 60 seconds they guess and narrate along the way so that the audio listeners have something to kind of guess along to god that's like secondary guessing that's horrible and then at so the wait, end did,
3: the games were released this week you no. said
1: oh, okay. <laughs> it's, restored. So, no, it's like like it can be 84 years ago as well yeah. I've
2: actually got it in sequence so you guys are going to go Nathy, Rowdy Mike uh, 2015 2016 Mike's 2017 Okay, and then we've got a bonus for a tiebreaker at the end to see who's really the champion this time. I figured I've got a great track record of this game. Mike is is undefeated, and so today I have designed these to be a little bit tough. Okay, (laughs) Nathy, quick tip for you: uh, as we launched the first trailer, this is actually. this is not a fully released game. This was a demo, but it was a God. fundamental <laughs> demo, and I think you will agree with me.
1: You need, this is brilliant. You need to,
2: to name the demo.
1: At least it's a demo. That's what I know. It's something with a demo.
2: And here we yeah, go. Yeah, that's
1: a
0: lot of information, actually. Over to Nathy. Oh, this is uh, oh.
1: Bullet Train. Yeah Yes.
0: Cool. Nice, Nathy. Nice.
1: Tell them what you're seeing. I, anyway. I haven't even seen Kay. the
0: trailer yet.
3: So oh, there. there, there,
1: there's a, uh, there's, a, there's a man in a train, and he has a shotgun, and it's like Robo Recall, but it's like the the first yeah, Robo Recall, pretty much. And uh, this was shown, I think, at some some Oculus Connect, I don't remember which one, but he's in a train, then the doors open, and he does a surprise attack, and there are, like, uh, soldiers everywhere, and you can, like, juggle with guns and just catch them again and shoot, and then later on there are, like, drones shooting missiles at you that you need to dodge, and you can also grab the missiles and then throw them. I noticed trailer even before that we played that part, actually. And then there, these enemies are like these these drones from the future that look a lot like the ones from Robo Recall because Bullet Train is pretty much Robo Recall. Um, and um, yeah, this was like a tech demo to show how photorealistic things can be mm. and how cool the Rift CV1 was with the motion controllers. And that's it. Yeah, I think I played oh. this demo
0: so many times, and oh. like oh. I was just like, I can't wait for games to be like this in VR. Like, oh, yeah. man, I was so excited.
2: Do you remember the mechanic where you could, like, you could catch bullets and you could catch the rocket <sighs> yeah, and it chuck it back at them? I mean, just grabbing that yeah. AK-47 or whatever off of an enemy and, like, just blasting away. Like, I know we were talking about violent games before, but this was, like, one of the first ones to me. Um, you remember the, um, there was an uh, Unreal uh, Showdown demo? And this yeah. was kind of, yeah. like, the next, That's the one I would say, the next that, yeah. milestone after yeah. that, yeah. where yeah. where yeah. you, like, got really excited about the tech. Uh, and Robo Recall launched not too much later than that. So yep. excellent job, Nathy! Right out the gates, you got it. Fantastic.
0: You can relax now,
2: Nathy. Relax until the bonus round. Now, next <laughs> one, Rowdy. What? <laughs> <laughs> until the bonus round. All right, Rowdy, are you ready,
3: sir? I, I am. I am more ready than a level B. Good man. Good man. Come on, Rowdy. Let's do I believe in you.
2: Kaboom! 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 Let's see if you Rowdy Oh,
3: it's a um, car hacking trunk. Car car hacking village, trunk VR, escape. (laughs) Some, some, uh, missiles exploding. Uh, Oh. Is it dodos? Are those dodos? I think they're dodos. I'm pretty sure. What is this? Oh, is that, um, god dang it, how is it called?
2: Um, I I don't
3: know this one. I don't know, I don't this, know one. this one, Mike. No, I, I first thought because it looks like an RTS uh, kind of style game. Mm. Um Nathan knows it. I think I recognize the logo. Kinda, it kind of looks like it's like. What are you seeing? Yeah, are we sure audio? it's VR? Is it? It's not oh, on yeah. mobile. Like, yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it's, wouldn't know. It, I got this one. It's a lot, a lot of stuff that is going on. Like we have all kind of. Gangs and raids, and we have dragons flying over the screen with fire. It looks epic. Dr- dragon, Dragon Heart, Dragon, right. Dragon. I saw something. Dragon. It's like a like a yugioh kind of game. It looks like, like soon, but in VR.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm surprised like you that. guys
2: don't know this one. It's, it's I've Dragon. I've never ever
3: played this one. This was Dra- heavily promoted. Dragon. By... I can see something on the back of the of the thing. It says Dragon. F- Dragon Font? Yeah, yeah. From. Dragon font, Dragon Front. Front. Front.
2: Front? Dragon Front? Dragon <laughs> Front's the name of the game. You got it. Yes! <laughs> so Dragonfront is a, a very interesting kind of like um card game, like deck builder, where it's all about strategy, your lanes and stuff. This is one of the first games that I saw like, publicly on on Twitter. Um Palmer Lucky get really excited about and he teased it months before it released. So this is actually um, a little while back, but I can see if it's not in your um, kind of like one it, it of It reminded games. me of
3: that, of that game that Oculus brought out. How is that one called again? Where a brass, we ta- brass Tactics? Yeah, exactly. That's what I first thought when I, when I yeah. saw like the RTS. I was like, oh, is this Brass Tactics? But then it, it I I didn't recognize any of the characters and I was like, "Yeah, this is not pressed." Well,
1: these the, the developers uh, of this one, uh, those made that other game that upload then said was a nearly masterpiece. Yes, you're uh, right. Uh, uh, what was the name oh, again? Damaged, the... Damaged, core, damaged Damaged Core. Damaged Core. And you, that was re- that was right before we transitioned from gamepads to yes. to
0: motion control. Yeah. Yeah, so this was I bought on that the game edge. because of that review. Oh, you bought it. Okay, <laughs> Oh, yeah. you poor man. You owe me Upload VR. God
2: damn you! All right, so we have one casualty, one winner so far. I got it.
0: Woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you did. That was hard. Right. That was hard one.
2: Yeah, uh, the was that kinda... was hard, Mike. All right, <laughs> I think this one. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, as far as I know, you haven't played this on your channel. Twenty seventeen. You were certainly in the space, and some of us have played it. So, uh, I think one of us will get it. So, anyway, Mike, get ready. You up for it? And. Um, yeah. Here we go. Let's go. See if Mike can narrate more effectively than Rowdy did,
0: it's, I see dodos. Ooh. I
2: see dodos. There's lots of
0: um, spacesuits. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, this is the underwater one. This is the underwater one where <laughs> yeah, you you one. run out of uh, out of breath. Oh goddamn! What is it called? Uh, it's like submerged or something like that. Oh, <laughs>
3: no,
0: no. And you have a torch and it, like you, you ha- it looks super creepy, actually. Um, And you get these kind of like ghostly flashbacks, kind of a bit Bioshocky.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, what was it called? It's not detached. It's not submerged. It's like it is a single word. You're right. Com- it's like pressed. <laughs> Com- it's almost like that. Like, um.
1: Something oh. related to water and drowning. Oh right? it's coasted. on the screen. <laughs> I, I, I
0: would never have guessed that name, though. I would never guess the name, but I do remember the I game. But I never that. played it. I don't think this one had some hype behind it too. It did, yeah. The visuals look, still look pretty good today, to it, be fair. But
2: yeah, uh, and, and to concept. be honest, it's a, it's 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 quite. I've, I played it right to the end. Uh, it's one of those that you'll probably clear in like four or five hours. But it's uh, it's a good kind of creepy horror game that doesn't do really jump scares so much, but does a lot of eerie atmospheric stuff and the story's quite good. Uh, I love how it finishes. So it's still one that I would recommend people giving it a shot if you kind yeah. of really like horror stuff. But know? this it,
1: this one wasn't just a VR game, right? You could also, couldn't you also right. play this too, in 2D? You could. Yeah. Right. It looks yeah. very claustrophobic, which is kind of cool. It
2: yeah. is. And there aren't that many. I like the Rowdy said Subnautica because it definitely has in certain places Subnautica vibes, uh, but mm. it is way more down the horror uh, channel. So Mike, you lost. So so far, (laughs) Rowdy's out front, and for the tiebreaker, we're gonna go for one, um, one more. Wait, wait, wait! Who did Mike get it then? No, no. no. So he said you're out front, Rowdy. Yeah, you're out out front. front. So I'm saying that Rowdy is leading. He's the only one who's gotten it so far. You want to beat Rowdy? This is the score. You have to answer first. So you have to call the name out. All right, lads, this one's a competition. you can beat
0: Rowdy in this, like,
2: knockout round. Okay, cool. Yeah, you win win. here. You take one. Okay, I'm ready. We good? Yeah. All right, lads. Good luck with this one. Not easy. This is not an easy one. Here we go. (laughs) Garhank Village. VR
1: Trunks. (laughs) Okay, so we see islands. uh, I know, I know, I know, I know what this is, but I don't know the name. And we see eggs flying. FIFA piñata in VR. Oh, my God. Creatures coming
3: out. My brain. Uh, wildlings. You tinglings.
1: Tinglings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tinglings. Uh, Elflings. I have no
3: idea what uh, this Elflings is. Elflings VR.
1: Tinglings. No, not tinglings. <laughs> happy. It's not Ting- tinglings. tinglings. <laughs> they, they. It's it's one. It's something like that, though. Yeah. Tinglings. Wildlings. Zinglings. This was from a
2: UK studio. That tinglings. Helps. Be ready by
1: dusk. Oh my God! Mike is closed though. It's beautiful though. It looks gorgeous. It's Why a lovely game. This? It's like a oh, strategy
2: game. A- yeah, Is, a a th- Is it a
3: platformer? Is it a platform? Because i call it that, but it. no. Oh,
1: okay. Third person, FIFA Piñata. You have to save villagers, give them food, give them drinks, Age of Empires. Kill vibes. some slugs. That's Kill some slugs right. that slugs. attack your island. Slug uh, Killing
0: Simulator 2017. <laughs> Here we go. Slug Dather. Dather. Wow.
1: And who made this game again? Who was it? Oh,
2: oh the dev? Slug
1: uh, uh, Development Studio
2: something? They're oh, a UK uh, dev. Hold on. Uh, it was Secret Sorcery. Secret Sorcery. Sorcery. I actually yeah. met him. Um, but yeah, I, I wondered if you guys would get... I knew Nathy knew it, for sure. I and saw actually, it. I was like, I did play this. Yeah. You, the, the, you, also, the, you could also create clouds and let it rain and stuff. Yes, that's right. So you had to like feed crops and stuff like that, very much like in a Simville. The thing you're going to kill yourself with later, Nathy, is that when I played this part of the trailer, mm. which you'll see in a second, it actually gives the first word, kind of gives away the name I of the game. You but you were piece. covering your yeah. eyes... At the oh. time, tether. Oh yeah, tether. Yeah, tethered is the name. So there you go. So the winner today, Rowdy. Congratulations, and um, for your uh, prize. Did not Natty get it as well? No. No. A-T got bullet train. Oh bullet train. Oh sorry, yeah, I, 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 I didn't get it. I was
3: like I was like
2: I was like oh, I no, didn't no, win. No, I Sorry, like, I'm, we, yeah, well, yeah. so you, it was Natty one. I
3: I got it off the of the cards. Like, embarrassing. The cards.
1: I was already like. Okay, so bonus round is like, okay, he gets a second chance or something. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I mean, you're, you you're the game master. It's like we're, we're playing the Hunger Games <laughs> this and you just is clearly like, oh, someone's damn it, uh, Rowdy's I should just panning. gone with it. I should just gone you, with you, it. For a moment, Rowdy, you thought you were winning. For a moment, you thought, like, I won, even that I didn't even name the game.
3: Yeah, Dude, yeah. I, 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 that's I, why I asked <laughs> in the beginning, I was like, what, wait, why, why am <laughs> I still in?
0: So, <laughs> so, so does that mean that, that Rowdy's the current reigning champion?
2: Uh, no. Does he have the belt until
0: someone
3: else wins? So Nagy
2: definitely won this. I was wrong. Yeah, but, okay, so but I, I still has win. The belt. Yeah. So I, has win. The belt. I win. Once it's spoken. No, no, no. You can't change it. <laughs> so, Nathan, your, your your reward for this. I'm going to show you guys one thing, and then we're out with releases. Uh, something that this is just a trailer that dropped, and I think it's really important that we all see this because it embodies our inner jungle okay. spirit. So for those oh. who didn't see, uh, there was a, a Tarzan VR trailer that dropped this week. And I think it's really fantastic. It's yeah. like this halfway house mixed reality with a guy in a suit yeah. who just strips down Bear and goes swinging through the jungle. And if you haven't seen this, I wanted you to at least get the teaser here. I know we're not playing the audio uh, of what it's like, the swing in the jungle. Something maybe to look forward to uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, like, like, in our future. Like, <laughs> the, like, I, I love that this is filmed in MR, but like this is so like staged. Like He is definitely on a harness there in real life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And but the, can
1: someone d- sing the music that they also have go on then. Oh.
0: <laughs> Tarzan VR like he's swimming yay. he's swimming there like he's he's
1: completely horizontal <laughs> Mike don't get triggered over things that aren't CGI Oh, is that Jane wait wait Jane just I do this is also a Tarzan like, yeah, everyone yeah, can is definitely. Uh, did you guys see this the, earlier? The dive,
0: the dive
1: the gets dive me every amazing. time. Yeah. yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> the dive. Mike, Mike, you should make a video like this. Please oh. make something like this. Oh, I want you to God. do this.
0: So good. Like, so You've got,
1: you got to give them props
0: for the effort they put into this Mixed oh, trailer, brilliant. but it's just so it's unrealistic. Really well
1: but 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 uh, on a serious note, like, if someone who never tried VR and is like, okay, I want to try, and you show this, would they be like, I want to try this? Or would they be like, what the heck is VR?
2: I, well, I think this? they'd be laughing their. <laughs> they'd be yeah. laughing
1: their ass well, off. I'm, I'm I'm just like, I'm, I wonder. Is this like a meme video just to kind of make fun of the game in a cool way? Because it kind of looks silly. I mean,
2: Tarzan
3: is kind of silly. They, yeah, yeah, the
2: thing is, they they have kind of cartoonified VR or sorry, yeah, okay. uh, uh, Tarzan over the years, and I think that this one, for me, like they actually, when I first saw it, I kind of rubbed it off as like, yeah, okay, they're just funny meme, like whatever. But, but I think that game. Who knows? This might is be actually the... some fun. This is from certainly Stone... more fun than that ape game that we played. This is from the fun of the Apes*. But, uh,
1: but uh, this is from the Stonepunk guy, right? Stonepunk Studios, uh, the one that made the, who worked for World of Warcraft before. Yeah, and then he made What this game that he made? There was like this. Looks really good. He was the only one who made it. He made already a VR game before this. What was it called? I'm Stone sure Punk. everyone played it. It had some World of Warcraft vibe to it as well. Stonepunk uh... Studios. Uh, someone no needs to help us write Primordium in the chat. Oh, Primordium. Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, Paradise yeah nice.
2: Primordium Dev. So there Nailed you go. It. So, look, bit of a weird nice. week this week because I haven't seen weird. such a poor set of releases as his said. Please don't go look up any this, of those this, games.
1: Um, this must have been the poorest podcast we have done so far. I think wow. so. For, for game releases,
0: anyway. For game releases. And all the other games, for everything else. Yeah. 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 It's I, I apologize
2: to the audio listeners because I know that segment there. That was just heartbreaking, but um, it's over now. <laughs> it's over now. You've been mushed, brained by Rowdy, and 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 Zim has given you his his flavor. Yeah, uh, we'll see you next week for actually some proper releases. I hope. Yeah,
0: thank you for joining us all live. By the way, we really, really appreciate it and all the comments and the super chats. Super, yes. super nice of you all. Uh, just a reminder, so this is a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on YouTube and on Twitch. The show goes live at 7 p.m. in Europe, 6 p.m. in the UK, 12 midday in Central US. Check out the audio version, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud and Spotify on your commute or whilst you're out and about walking the pub. Uh, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel because we really, really appreciate it. We'll be back on the show next week with more VR news. But until then, have a great week in VR. Take care and bye-bye for now.